What's up, Video Landers? I'm your host, Brad Hawkins, and with me tonight are my marathon men, Kyle, Marshall, and Nathan. Quick reminder, you can find us on adventuresinvideoland.com or on our Facebook at Adventures in Video Land. We are critics with attitude, so, so proceed with caution, that's all I'm saying, and also, spoiler alert, we're going to spoil the movies we're talking about tonight, so if you don't want them ruined, pause the episode and come back later. With that said, welcome to the Marathon Golden Idols. With our marathons, we choose five movies from the same genre director to view and compare. The various category winners are given Golden Idols, and the movie with the most Golden Idols wins. Mm -hmm. Pretty simple shit. All right, guys, this is our 28th marathon. This is really smart. 28 <laughs> marathons. How many movies have we done? I think that is uh, close to 150 movies. And, yeah. and we usually do yeah. six. You know, like in the last couple of years, we've done six instead of five. Mm -hmm. That's kind of like a new rule we've been trying out. Um, so probably a little bit over 150. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a lot of movies. Right, for yeah. just, for just, that doesn't count. Versus. That's not versus or anything, yes. Because I think tonight is episode like oh, close to 290. Yeah. 287, yeah, getting, 288. Going to get to that Leonidas mark of yeah. 300. So <laughs> 150 movies. And it's crazy, too, to think that only a few of those have gone on. To Pantheon. Yeah, sure. That's a, that's a small percentage, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so in the past, we've marathoned movies, or actually we've marathoned Coen Brothers, Akira Kurosawa, Alfred Hitchcock, Miyazaki, those, just to name a few. All right? Some those, big hitters. Some yeah. big hitters. So, a lot of great directors I just mentioned. Kyle, you put tonight's marathon together. Whose name are you adding to that list, and why? Well, Brad, you like to let Nathan and I take control of a marathon every year. And last year, I almost went this route, but I went with baseball comedies because it was April, and I kind of wanted to just get those in there. It's a fun podcast, by the way. It was. Yeah. We, we were having drinks. It was great. We went out and had hot dogs beforehand. It's fantastic. Tonight, I, I almost wanted to skip over this one again, but I was like, I can't let this one go by again. And we're going to do the films of Rob Reiner. Nice. Now, why Rob Reiner? Like, he's not a name that jumps out of you as a director, but... I was going through a list of like some of the heavy hitters, Scorsese and Spielberg and Kubrick and everybody, and, like looking at like who had a great like ten year span that was like really diverse and just every movie was like a home run. And honestly, Rob Reiner might have had the best ten year span yeah. of any director. Like we start with his very first movie out the gate is like a high rated movie that people love all the way up uh, into the last movie that we're gonna do. And so I just I really wanted to, to hit Rob Reiner because I feel that he is completely underappreciated as a director, not only in what he does with the films that he has, but in his range. Like, I don't know if there's many directors that have done as many different types of movies as yeah. he's done and done them well. And, and, and let me just say, like, there are more... You know what I mean? We, we narrowed it down to five. Mm -hmm. We had we were going to include Misery at first. Mm -hmm. Misery would have been in there. North would have been in there. You know what I mean? If we went the full ten years. This is only an eight-year span. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's crazy. It's, These it's, are like... It's funny you bring up North. That was nominated for a Golden Raspberry Award for Worst Picture. <laughs> I love that movie yeah. as a kid, though. I, I, no, I remember watching... I'll be honest. I haven't seen it as an adult. Uh, I'm but sure I remember watching great, it as a kid but... and then liking it. And nominated for Golden Raspberry Award for Worst Director. <laughs> <laughs> which which is another fun point. You well, know. you know what? So was Stanley Kubrick for fucking... I'm not uh, saying that it's like The Shining. Yeah. But, but it was also nominated for Worst Director. I mean, True. True. So let's, let's, be, let's be real. Let's be, like, yeah, let's be real. Let's put apples with apples. You know? <laughs> apples with apples. Okay. It's funny. I started thinking, you know, um, I, I started looking at all of Rob Reiner's body of work when you announced mm -hmm. this. And it's funny. I started thinking about Quentin Tarantino because Tarantino said that he wants to, you know, he, he, uh, 
he kind of watches like career trajectories, you know, of other yeah. directors, you know, and he, he always said that he wants to go out on top and he doesn't want to fizzle out. You know, he doesn't want to start making bad movies. And I started looking well. and then, and then and well, so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I think, I think, uh, you know, thinking about that and then cousin Wayne just nominated Ed Wood. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And you look at Tim Burton, what he's done in Burton's the last fucking stopped after Beatles. 10, 15 years. <laughs> yeah. And you look at Rob Reiner too, like after like 92, I don't think has, there, has he made a good movie since after ninety <sighs> two? He just really. did that that LBJ thing or whatever. Yeah, I, I, heard, I, don't, I heard that was okay. okay. Just okay. okay. Yeah, it was. Good. And then you also look at other directors like John Carpenter too. You know, like John right. Carpenter, like nineties, just didn't do anything. He did right. vampires. Come on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ghost of Mars. <laughs> right right up there. Here's your, here's your shovel. <laughs> but it, it's just funny to see how people like yeah. you know Rob Ryan or John Carpenter, Tim Burns, like where do they lose it? You know, mm-hmm. when do they just stop? You know, is it is it uh, they lose touch? Can they not get the funding? Do people lose respect for them? It's just something I'm actually kind know. of just curious. Well, you've even mentioned before Spielberg. It's been a while since he had anything yeah, for that me, really yeah. like stood out yeah. that you're like, that's a classic Spielberg movie. I mean, Ready Player One did pretty well. Yeah, they did okay. But before yeah. that, I think my fa- yeah. my last favorite uh, Spielberg movie was fucking Munich, which was probably 2005. Yeah, you know. So yeah, yeah. It's it just I'm really. Um, been been watching some of these directors, and it's kind of kind of interesting just to see like when they stop. Yeah, you know, and how abrupt stop that is too. Yeah, you know. But uh, Kyle, tell our listeners what movies we watched and how they stack up against each other. All right. Well, like you said, we we usually do six or five, five or six, and we decided to go five this time, so we did kick Misery off this list. Um, but it would have been you know right up there with RT mm. ratings and everything too. So uh, first is his first feature film. This is Spinal Tap in 1984, starring Michael McKean, Christopher Guest, Harry Shearer, and Rob Reiner himself. Uh, had a 95% on Rotten Tomatoes and an 8.0 out of 11 on IMDb. <laughs> That's always nice. uh, one of those little IMDb nice. things that is beautiful. Uh, next up is Stand By Me from 1986, starring Will Wheaton, River Phoenix, Corey Feldman, and Jerry O'Connell. Has a 91% on Rotten Tomatoes and a high on IMDb of 8.1. Then we have The Princess Bride, 1987, Carrie Elwes, Robin Wright, Mandy Patinkin, and Chris Sarandon with a Rotten Tomato high of 97% and a tie on IMDb of 8.1 up there with Stand By Me. And Chris Sarandon has a Pantheon movie. Yeah. Well, I, I, I was going to take a bet beforehand how many times we mentioned Fright Night. How many times Fright Night is mentioned by Brad tonight? He's got the coasters out. I'm going over four. I'm going over four. We got one down. Uh, next up is uh, When Harry Met Sally from 1989, starring Billy Crystal, Meg Ryan, Carrie Fisher, and Bruno Kirby. It's got an 89% on Rotten Tomatoes and a 7.6 are low on IMDb. And then we wrap it up with A Few Good Men from 1992, Tom Cruise, Demi Moore, Jack Nicholson, and Kevin Bacon. Rotten Tomatoes low of 81% and IMDb is 7.7. Alright, so based off those scores, what's the movie to beat? Princess Bride's got the high tie on uh, IMDb and the high by itself on Rotten Tomatoes. All right, Princess Bride is the movie to beat. Um, I also want to say, Marshall, this is probably one of your last episodes. It's probably one of my last in person, I hope. Yeah, Yeah, not last. Marshall is dying. (laughs) (laughs) No, but you are moving. Kurosawa syndrome. Yes, yes, but you're moving. I'm moving in two weeks from today. And this is one of your first first marathons, though. This is my first and last marathon. (laughs) It's really freaking brutal. It It is, man. I was like, oh, I've got all this time. I own three of the movies. Breeze. And then next thing I know, I'm like, oh, shit, it's three days left. And I don't (laughs) have so much to do. It it takes a lot. 
shot out of you, doesn't it? It does. It does. I watched it two does. last night. So I'm talking about. Man. I watched like, one just uh, <laughs> Sunday night or something. Yeah. Yeah, I I love verses because it's so easier to digest oh, yeah. two movies. Soak all that information up, man. But when you have to study, and it's easier to go be like, well, was this movie better or was this yeah, the writer? Right, yeah, was right. this movie, this movie, this movie, this yeah, movie? This movie this much, and this was harder. These are five total. They're different. not even the same genre. Like yeah. they're completely different. Yeah, I had to put mm-hmm. a lot of thought yeah. into it just because the genre switching mm-hmm. that we had to do in this. But um, anything you want to add about your marathon experience? I mean, how did you do this? Did it take you take you a week to watch all these movies? How do you do your uh, notes? I don't remember when I started <coughs> watching them, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, I got my little spreadsheet here of uh-huh. all the movies, all the categories. I watched the movie, and I was like, okay, what's the best of what for this movie wins? And then there was the other one, and then the other one. And then the tough part is like, well, out of all of those, it's like you said, it's much easier when mm-hmm. it's two. But when there's five or six, it's like, who's the best actor? I don't know. They're yeah. all pretty damn good. Right. And this marathon was tough because they're all solid films. And like you said, they're different genres. Totally so different like, genres. Yeah. Like, who's a better performance, the funny one or the... Dramatic one, or I don't know. We yeah. started. We, we we have a comedy. We have like a coming of age kids tale. Yeah. We have like a fairy tale movie. We've got a romantic comedy, and we got a courtroom drama. Like, yeah. And right. if we had misery in there, we would have had like yeah. a suspense thriller movie to throw in too. Like, yeah. fucking hell, you know. And uh, don't tell us your results, but were you surprised by your results? Yeah, I was actually. That's cool. Yeah, I really. Was. That's something I love about marathon and versus because right. my goal every single fucking time is this is like my film school. I've talked about in the past. Like, mm-hmm. I want to know what my favorite movie is. I want when you when someone asks me like you know I'm at the grocery store tomorrow and someone's like, hey, what's your favorite Rob Reiner movie? I'm like, I'm glad you asked. Mm-hmm. All right, <laughs> it's, it's misery. <laughs> it's north. It's none of these. Five. It's north. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, let's jump in this. Uh, let's talk some Rob Reiner. Best location in this Rob Ryder marathon, Kyle goes to. All of these are tough. Like, <laughs> like yeah. almost every single one of these categories is tough. Like, th- we st- we're starting off hard. Like, fucking Stand By Me, the railroad track over the fucking river was amazing. Runner and, like, up for me right there. Oh, my God. But I, I, I just keep going to the Cliffs of Insanity in yeah. The Princess Bride. Because I really like it's got a cool look. You've got some significant stuff there with the the fight with uh, Fazzini, not Fazzini, fucking Indigo, duh. Uh, Indigo and Dread Pirate Roberts have that great fucking sword fight up there. You got the the scene where they're climbing and he's like, he's, they're gaining on us. He's like, yeah, but he's not carrying three yeah. other people. <laughs> I love that shitty climb. I love yeah. it, and it looks so bad when he's climbing, but I love it. <laughs> Uh, and it's a cool name too. Always helps. Yeah. The Cliffs of Insanity, yeah. Yeah. like just really kind of tips it over the edge. So that's why I go with that. Nice. It's like you just said what I had in my head. Oh, uh, yeah. my runner-up, um, like you alluded to, is the train tracks from Stand by Me. But like as a whole, because every part that they were on the train tracks mm-hmm. was just really cool scenes. Mm-hmm. Whether it was across that you know canyon or or just through the forest where they're on the train tracks, there I, I loved that location just the tracks that they're walking down 80, but, but, 80 feet of track with a fucking train on their ass yeah running across that bridge yeah. it's yeah. fucking awesome it was, was a runner awesome. up for me as well um but yeah i went with the cliffs of insanity yeah. from the bottom to the top you know the the, the journey uh up the rope when he's got three or four fucking people on him uh and and then you've got the uh dread pirate roberts chasing him then you get to the top and you have that great duel it's fantastic and you know visually it looks like from the mid-80s, but uh, it still holds up. It's still fun, and, and it was, like you said, it was tough. There are a lot of good locations in this marathon, but that one just jumped out to me as the best. This fucking sucks. So, like, <laughs> no, so, like, I like I, I think I said, going into this, like, The Princess Bride's one of my favorite movies, so, mm-hmm. like, 
whenever I go into a category, it's like I know kind of what I want to say, but then I'm like, I like convince myself it's not Princess Bride. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I had to, I'd be like, okay, like here, here. I'm only saying that because it's I like it so much. You, you know have to have like an extra argument. I for have, why. Yes, yeah. exactly. I have, to, I have to have some other extra argument. You guys like fucking make it so good. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I had Guantanamo well, Bay naval base from a few good men. Okay, right. like I think that this is like the only place that like this whole story could have come from. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and especially knowing now what we know about how how much of a fucking shady place Guantanamo mm-hmm. is. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But just where where there's all this like there's all this like political shit going on there, and like there's all this tension where there's like you know I have this mirror like 200 yards out that way, and there's all this like he said she said shit, and like. You know, it really is. It's it's. I mean, it's it's America, but it's like way the fuck over there, yeah. and it's like my word against your word, and like it's this the perfect place to have this kind of a story take place. Mm-hmm. And so I, I don't know. I felt like it was integral to the story. Is, but, is, is that, isn't that is that where they have that like breakfast scene where they confront? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All, all Nicholson scene scenes outside of the court. I think so too. Yeah, like that's a really intense, good scene for that. I'm gonna stick with Guantanamo Bay, but fuck, I want to set close. <laughs> I really do. Like, got any ties? I don't have any size. Oh, no. I don't have any size. All right. Um, best film location. Um, sometimes we do very unique locations or even fun sets like the Temple um, in Raiders or, mm-hmm. you know, Rick's Cafe in Casablanca. Um, but I'm going broad this time. Okay. Very broad. I'm going with when Harry and Sally met New York. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like what I did yeah. there. I mean, when Harry met Sally. But uh, I'm going all of New York. Um, it's a great New York movie. Yeah, um, the geography is a little bit wonky, you know, but it works. We get autumn walks through Central Park. Uh, yeah. We get fake orgasms in a New York deli. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wife and I have been to New York a few times, and uh, you know, I think it's always fake her orgasm. And she always fakes her <laughs> orgasm, you know, uh, and then we go to the deli. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, we've wanted to go to Cat's Deli a few times, and we just we just never make it. We always go somewhere else that's on our list. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, you have that New York Deli. You get George Washington Bridge, Washington Park, JFK Airport, Metropolitan Museum of Art, MetLife Stadium, Coney yeah. Island. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. New, yeah, New York is a great backdrop, I think, for a love story. Um, I'm going New York when Harry met Sally. And also, just a side note, um, I'm a sucker for New York or San Francisco, you know, on the big mm-hmm. screen. You know, it's oh, just yeah. so fun. Photogenic. So I'm going uh, with uh, New York when Harry met Sally. Fantastic. That's a great start. So, Alright, next up we have best character. Another fucking hard category. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thanks, Kyle, you dick. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, man, like all these movies are full of like, crazy, just awesome, wonderful characters that are deep and funny and weird. And the one that sticks out to me the most is Sally Albright from When Harry Met Sally. <laughs> Um, and it's because you're looking at the rom-com genre, and before that, like, the rom-com genre was, women were always still the damsel still. They were still the, like, object that was, like, perfect, and the guy was chasing after her, and, like, it's not even close to that in When Harry Met Sally. She's totally flawed, and, like, she's, she's a gorgeous woman, but she, like, has all these insecurities about herself, and she keeps fucking up her own relationships, and just outside forces keep fucking it up, and, like... She's just, like, really well-maintained throughout this. And, like, she keeps her composure through most of it. And then there's that final, like, breakdown scene. And it's, like, that's, like, a real, like, fucking moment. That, like, breaks away from the rom-com stuff. And it's, like, that's just reality fucking hitting her. And it's, that's beautiful. I love love what they do there. Well, that's interesting. I read, I was just reading today a little bit more about that. And they mentioned that it's a departure from typical Mm rom-com. So, like you said, usually there's a conflict with uh, another boyfriend or something like that where there's, 
that's the conflict of getting them to do two together. And this one is just, they're both just kind of neurotic. They're the conflict. And, and they're the <laughs> conflict. And so seeing them finally come together is what makes it really interesting and different. So that's, mm-hmm. that's a good pick. It's your, I really liked that movie. I had never seen When yeah. I Met Sally. And I really liked it because it was so different. Mm-hmm. You know, but... Um, my best character, man, this is one of those, like, since I was a fucking kid, it's Inigo Montoya. Like, Inigo Montoya's just a fucking bad. He's like my Han Solo. You know what I mean? He is like, cool. He's, he's cool as awesome. fuck, man. Like, I don't care that he, like, loses a sword fight to Wesley. Like, he's still fucking, he's the badass. Yeah. Like, I, I, there's, I, mean, I, don't, I don't think you have to explain. He's just fucking cool. He's cool on screen. He looks like a badass. He has a cool accent. Great name. Bucks, he's got a great and fucking he, name. He has, like, honor and integrity to it. Because when yeah. he loses, he's like, all right, just make it quick. Right. He's like, yeah, he's like yeah, I yeah. accept I lost. He has great yeah. quotes, yeah. too. He has he's, a lot of he's, he's a show-off. You know what I mean? He's, he's like, I'm not left-handed. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's fucking, he's just great. He's charming. And yeah. like, he said, I was reading somewhere that every day, like, there's not a day that passes where someone just comes up to him and says, oh, I'm sure. Oh, prepare to die. Who did you go with for best character? Um, so, oh, I'm sorry. Who did you pick? Yeah, right over him. That was cool. No worries. We'll bounce around. Um, <laughs> like you said, this is tough. I mean, it was really difficult to, to narrow it down because I had an ego, and then you've got like Colonel Jessup from mm. Few Good Men. That's a great, fantastic let, let me just say real quick, I had Colonel Jessup for fucking like two days straight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I changed it. A lot yeah, of these I changed for me throughout yeah. the last couple days. It's, I'm happy with tough. my change, but that That's was... That's not mine. Yeah, I don't know. I'm yeah. happy with my change, but I had him for like two yeah. fucking days. Because he's a great character. I mean, this, and then I, I liked Harry. Harry's mm-hmm. a, a fantastic mm-hmm. character too. Uh, but in the end, I went with my favorite that... Maybe it's because I grew up with this movie and watched it so much. I love Nigel Tufnell from Spinal Tap. Oh, yeah. <laughs> from what? Spinal, from Spinal Tap? Spinal Tap. He's got all the great lines in that movie. Mm-hmm. He's... I, I mean, the, the quote that sums him up is like, you, you, no one, you can't be as confused as Nigel or whatever. Like, right. He's so confused, <laughs> but he's so sweet and endearing, and he, yeah, he's awesome. I love Nigel. So he's, it was very difficult, but that's where I was drawn to was him. So. I Absolutely. And I, I already gave my answer. But, oh, yeah. but <laughs> no, part of what I love about this is Spinal Tap as well is that like, 99% of the movie is completely fucking ad-libbed. You yeah, know what uh, I mean? Like, so like that, that, the character is just, Mm-hmm. On the, it's just off the cuff. You know what yeah, I mean? Like it just, just comes out of him. It yeah. just comes out. Yeah, that's what's so great about it. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, so not to be uh, egocentric, but my favorite character actually was reminded Bert, me of myself. Of myself. <laughs> yes, and that <laughs> is um, that's Wesley <laughs> from Princess Bride. <laughs> 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 Who's the fat kid from Stand By Me? It was Lord from Stand By Me. But no, this character actually reminded me of myself, and I had Jessup up there for the longest time. I'm like, man. You know, uh, there's a certain character that I kept on going back to. I'm like, Jesus Christ, something's something's familiar here, you know? Mm-hmm. So I went with uh, Harry Burns oh, from When Harry Met Sally. Nice. Um, he likes to talk. He's very opinionated. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a pessimist. Uh, he reads the end of a book first in case he dies before he finishes <laughs> it. You know, I was just thinking yesterday, too. I was like, I was thinking about, you know, we're going camping. We're going on a family vacation. I was like, you know, you only go camping. I only go camping maybe once or twice a year. I'm like, mm-hmm. how many more camping trips Am I going to go on before I'm dead? 20? I get maybe 20 more camping trips. No, but he's a pessimist. Um, You know, he's cynical. He's sarcastic. You know, he deflects with humor. Mm -hmm. You know, something I do as well. He's romantic at heart, but he has a hard time showing that. You know, he's sentimental. He's a loyal friend. You know, he has a big heart. He'll give you the shirt off his back. Um, he's a real character that I connected with, um, so I'm going Harry Burns as my favorite character. That's, that's one from each movie. <laughs> yeah, I think it is. No, I got one. When we get to Harry Burns. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Real quick, too, uh, runner-up, though. Um, 
I'm not really a runner-up, but I really like Tom Cruise. I wasn't expecting mm-hmm. to. I figured it would just be kind of a phone-in Tom Cruise. No. But I actually liked him quite a bit in um, you know, A Few Good Men. He's a and pretty good arc. Yeah, yeah I thought so, he too. And then, it's the same fucking arc that he has. All those old Tom Cruise movies are like, hey, like I'm a lawyer, but like I don't act like a fucking lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> and then throughout the course of the movie, like I'll get more lawyer-like, or like I'm a fucking yeah. pilot, but I don't act like a fucking yeah. pilot. <laughs> you know, like. And that's why I was. I'm expecting, a soldier, but I don't act like. And that's why know? I was expecting not to like it, but yeah. for some reason, I really liked it. It was very yeah. phoned in. It was yeah. very well. A lot of few good men is very paint. I don't think by, it's phoned in, but, no, it's, but yeah, it's pretty yeah, standard. Well, everything's paint by the numbers. Yeah. Few good men. There's a couple things that just takes it up a notch. Yeah. You know, Jack Nicholson being one of them. Uh, but Colonel Jessup was on my list for a while, man. Mm-hmm. I wrote a whole, I did a whole write-up on fucking <laughs> Colonel Jessup. <laughs> Maybe we'll, I'll save it for later. Totally <laughs> Alright, so uh, that takes us to Best, best duo. duo. Man, this was rough. More great no, duos. No. I mean, you know, how do you pick against Harry and Sally? Like, they yeah. play so well on screen. Or Gordy and Chris are fucking mm-hmm. great together. And David and Nigel. Mm-hmm. Here's how you do it. Indigo and Fezzik. <laughs> like, <laughs> one of the greatest duos, like, ever. Yeah. They're the Timon and Pumbaa of the yeah. 80s, you know? <laughs> like, runner up, man. It, they're fucking great. They're both, like, they have this such, like, sincere kindness towards one another. Yeah, they yeah. play the little rhyming game with one yeah. another. Like, <laughs> like they're both, like, doing this awful thing, but, like, they're the good guys in yeah, this yeah. trio. Like, it's just one man making them a bad group, and, like, they've, they've just, like, walked away from them. They totally couldn't mm. just be their own thing, but, like, you know, one's this, like, terrible drunk, and one's this just giant outcast, and, like, mm. coming together just to, like, we're the two guys that shouldn't be together, but we're gonna make it work, and mm. we're fucking great friends, and we're taking, you know, 30 men on by ourselves. It's fucking <laughs> awesome. That was a runner-up for me. Yeah, again, like, there's four runner-ups, because right? it's mm-hmm. it's it was so difficult to choose, because I had Inigo and Fezzik, and Nigel and David, and Harry and Sally, a few good men, I don't know, I guess Demi Moore and Tom Cruise are kind of a duo, but... That wasn't as strong as the other one. They never had, had sex, though. They never had sex. So not like Gordy and Chris. Not like Gordy and Chris. <laughs> Which is why I went with Chris and Gordy. <laughs> no, uh, I went with Chris and Gordy because I felt like... It's tough to explain. Like That one just resonated more. Like Their, their friendship, um, their journey together, the way it grows, and they each uh, support each other. Um, so all the other ones were great, but... Um, yeah, for me, it just uh, came down to stand by me with Chris and Gordy. Right on. So. Chris and Jordy was like a close second. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and I and honestly, like the the Fezzik and Anigo thing, like it's so fucking so fucking close right there as well. Mm-hmm. But for me, it was it was Harry Barnes and Sally Albright, man. Yeah. Like I think that like. First of all, the movie wouldn't work if they had no fucking chemistry. If they weren't no, a good duo, absolutely. the movie would be terrible. Um, you know, know and the whole movie is, is their relationship. Do you know who else like they wanted for those parts? Tom huh? Selleck and Dolly Parton. Oh. No. 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 <laughs> but I do no. know this. Well, who is it? Uh, I know Michael Keaton was one he considered. Okay, okay that's cool. Uh, oh, shit. Who else? Not going to blank on it. But there are some interesting ones. I was like, I don't know if that would work. Shelley Duvall. Uh, oh. D- oh. <laughs> Shelley Duvall. <laughs> Shelley Duvall and Michael Keaton. Too soon. Uh, but no, yeah. Was, <laughs> Too there were some other ones. And then now that you've seen it, it's just, it's just like, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, never worked. Never worked. Never worked. So. Yeah. And they almost shouldn't. Like, when you look yeah. at it, you're like, yeah, that, that doesn't work. Like, right. Meg Ryan's a gorgeous woman. Yeah. Billy Crystal's this weird little Jewish yeah. dude. It should not work, but, yeah. like, it, it, it does. does. Yeah, yeah, it's great. They, they just have, like you said before, like, they just have, like, a like it feels like a real, like, an honest, real-life relationship. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where they're both, they're both kind of fucked up. Yeah. You know what I mean? They both make mistakes. Neither one of them is perfect. And they like, don't fall in love immediately. They don't, right. like, it's not love at first sight. Like, they... 
kind of don't like each other. They don't. Yeah, they don't. Really and like when they're each into other, each other, like, they're into each other at different times. Exactly. And like, yeah. it, it just feels. It, it just feels like a much more like a realistic. I love that about it. Yeah. I love that it just it feels like a real relationships and you know not like the typical fucking romantic comedy shit that you always see. Mm-hmm. All right, who would you go with? Harry and. Oh, Sally. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, I went with Harry and Sally as well. So. Um, Pretty much everything that you just said, man. Um, I think that um, every rom com tries to, you know, get that capture that magic, that mm-hmm. Billy Crystal and Meg Ryan magic. Uh, their relationship is that pillar of the rom com, you know. And mm-hmm. most people can't get that right for whatever reason. It works here. Opposites mm-hmm. attract, you know. Opposites attract. But um, I just talked about Harry a little bit. But he's your everyday guy, you know. He speaks his mind. He has that a little bit of a dark side to him. Um, de- deflects with humor. And then you brought it up quite a bit. Um, Sally is optimistic. She's cheerful. Um, she's very happy-go-lucky, and actually, she kind of reminds me of my wife a little bit, you know. So I think there's a Harry Met Sally reminded me of just our relationship a little bit. Um, but uh, they make a great romantic duo, and it's I think it's one of the best in cinema that I've seen from from a rom uh, from a rom com. Mm-hmm. So I'm going with when Harry Met Sally. Okay, yeah. cool. No, no wrong answers, man. Um, you know what? I just want to give some love to to Jess and Marie. I love Carrie Fisher. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah. Carrie. oh yeah, I thought they yeah. were great. So. Yeah, they were pretty fun. I, yeah, like just just. Uh, all these had really great cast, like top to bottom. Honestly, it just, mm-hmm. I, just fantastic stuff. Like I just, that. I mean, anytime I get to see uh, Billy Crystal and Bruno Kirby together, like mm-hmm. fuck it, I, no, I, know, I, I always talk about buddies on the City Slickers. City Slickers is <laughs> one of my favorite fucking movies of all time, <laughs> and I just love seeing them interact with each other. It's great. It's coming up for Pantheon next year, right? Yeah, dude, <laughs> it would never get in. But I, I want to. <laughs> I just don't want to hear people talk. You shit do about a full my arc movies. with Kirby's <laughs> gold right next to it as well. All right, next up is best villain or antagonist. Uh, I mean, these all had pretty good villains in them too, for the most part. But uh, yeah, but Colonel Nathan Jessup yeah. <laughs> uh, from A Few Good Men, like the dude literally had someone murdered uh, just to keep him quiet. Like it, that fucking speech is like honestly one of the greatest in movie history. Like it's it's Aaron Sorkin writing at his best, mm-hmm. like and Jack Nicholson just giving you everything in that moment and just that that slow build of like yeah you you want the truth you can't handle the truth like you need me on that wall yeah you saw that someone died and but you don't understand like the sacrifice that i had to make to kill him to save lives and it's like fucking just like mind-blowing and like the little twinges like uh early on when like he's like oh yeah i'll totally give you those papers and he's got that cigar and he's like as soon as you apologize to me and it's like real fucking dickish and you're just like <laughs> right. oh but like, it makes people feel small exactly you know what I mean? like there, there's a lot there, there's good villains like like i think fucking um what count count Ru- count rugan or whatever is a mm-hmm. fucking good but he's so one note compared right, yeah. to like nathan jessup mm-hmm. jessup he's like i think what i like about him the most and i agree with you obviously um uh, is that he, yeah yeah he makes he makes you feel fucking small he like but he believes that he's right you know what mm-hmm. i mean like he's in his mind he's not the villain that's what's great about yeah. it all the great villains, like they think, that they think that they're right. You know, oh yeah, Thanos. Yeah. <laughs> he would wipe out half the military with a snap sure. if he could. <laughs> right, just to save every yeah. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you've ruined it for me, Marshall. Go ahead. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I guess I felt a little differently. I didn't think there was that many great villains in this. Like in Harry and Sally, I don't know who the villain is in Spinal Tap. It's love. It's what's his ex-wife's name? Whatever it is. Oh yeah, yeah. Who gives a shit? She's, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I did have a runner-up though, and that was Ace from Stand by Me. Okay. Yeah, because he is a really 
dickish dude. Like he, he, he is, dude. Like the only thing I don't like, and I know you're not picking him, but like yeah. the only thing I don't like about him is that he's so like he's that fucking Stephen King greaser villain yeah. who's yeah. like yeah. he's in fucking yeah. everything. You could have like, named him Henry Bowers, right? <laughs> he's just they're the same. Fu- there's this one dude, and every it's in fucking mm. Christine, and it's in fu- like it's just he's a di- for no fucking reason. He's like yeah. the world's <laughs> biggest dick. Yeah, he's just and a I, greaser dick. Yeah, but but. But he's portrayed really well by Kiefer Sutherland. <laughs> right. He's very intimidating, but you know, presence and 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 picking on little kids like he's a dick. Yeah. Uh, but he's not the worst villain compared no. to Jessup. So yeah, it's got to be Jessup for me. I think. I mean, it sounds like you agree, right? Colonel Jessup. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, for oh, sure. that's course, yeah. 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 Exactly. Like I, you know, I had a bunch of notes here because it was left yeah. over from my best character. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, to sum it down, you know, as, as a villain, you know, he's morally complex, you know, mm-hmm. he's, um, which usually gets my best villain, you know, to, to right. quote Jessup, his existence, while grotesque, is incom- incomprehensible. Mm-hmm. Um, he plays uh, by a different set of rules. Um, he, he calls plays from the Ozymandias, mm-hmm. you know, playbook. Um, it's that Watchman conundrum where he thinks that Santiago's death uh, was for the greater good, that by his death we're saving thousands mm-hmm. of people. You know, he makes that those tough calls. Um, again, to quote Jessup, he's the kind of guy we want guarding us while we sleep. You know, mm-hmm. I'm just, I don't have to make those kind of calls, you know, that mm-hmm. Jessup has to make. You know, I think it can be argued, you know, but that big question, are American lives worth saving if we lose our humanity in the process? Right. You know, so yeah, he's he's definitely a fucking bastard, though. He has some awesome quotes, and I'll give you guys my my best antagonistic quote a little bit later. <laughs> <laughs> right. Wonder what that'll be. Um, best hero or protagonist. Um, here, I'm, I'm going to go with Gordy Lachance and Stand By Me. Um, he's someone who kind of hits hits that arc. He's the, the weakling dweeb who's always getting his ass kicked by his dad and like he lost his brother and he's like, of the four kids, like the one you just go and pick on like that he's the one you can pick out of that crowd and like kick his ass all the time and like he's just gonna take it and he's gonna keep giving it to him over and over and over again until he finally fucking stands up for himself and his friends at the end it's not even so much for himself it's because his his friends are fucked and he's like all right no we're gonna do this like i'll fucking shoot you if i have to like he goes to extremes yeah but like he really rises to the occasion in those last few moments and he's he's there and there's that the the incredible scene with uh Gordy and Chris, when, like, Chris is finally, like, breaking down, and he's like, mm. like, they, they thought I stole this stuff, and I didn't, and, you know, like, I, and all this stuff, and he's crying, like, he's just there, like, he doesn't have to say anything, he doesn't have to be, he just right. has to be there and listen, and, like, th- that's little shit that can make you, like, the biggest fucking hero to someone, you know that small moment makes a big difference in Chris's life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just gonna second that, I thought Gordy was the, uh, premier hero uh, it's tough when you have like a fantasy hero like Wesley, right. who's like the classic hero, yeah. saves the princess and and whatnot. Um, but Gordy has just such a great progression throughout that movie. Like you said, he's he's talented, and I think he knows he's talented. His friends, like Chris, definitely know he is, but he's unsure of himself, um, and that comes, like you said, from being beat down by his dad and losing his brother. Um, but again, and and he still ends up being a little bit of the leader of that group, and in the end. You know, he saves the day, and he mm-hmm. saves their lives from. Well, I mean, they even uh, metaphorically show like when they start walking, like he's in the back, he's mm-hmm. like in the back of the four, and then like he slowly mm-hmm. works his way up to the right, front and becomes go. like the leader of that group by the end of it. Yeah, so that was uh, my Gordy from Stand by Me. I think it's a good pick, man. It's it is hard though to like. I want Wesley mm-hmm. because because, <laughs> yeah. because it's like he fuck okay, he like 
you know, outfences a master swordsman. He outwrestles a fucking giant. He outsmarts a criminal mastermind. He, like, gets killed, but because he has so much love for Buttercup, he's only, like, where the only barely dead, only mostly, yeah, mostly dead, dead, you know what I mean? He bluffs his way out of a fight to, with, mm-hmm. with, the, with the prince, you know what I mean? Like... And he saves the fu- I don't know, man. He's that's a fucking hero. I mean, you know what I mean. I know it's the classic hero, but like Wesley's a fucking hero. He's, like, he's all around. He's smart. Yeah. You know, he's strong. He's skilled. Like, yeah, he's got it all. It's it's almost like you lifted my fucking nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how can I not go with the the Errol Errol Flynn? Errol yeah. How, how can I not go with that that classic you know hero type? You know, um, I'm going with Wesley from uh, Princess Bride. But yeah, you said it, man. He can duel better than Inigo. You know, he can wrestle better than Fezzik. He can reason better than Vizzini. He can intimidate Prince Humberdink. You know, mm-hmm. he res- rescues the damsel in distress. And they live happily ever after, you know? I right. mean, what else do you want from a hero, you know? I'm going with the hero named Wesley. Wesley. <laughs> Easy at word for me. All right, that takes us to best ensemble. Yes, best ensemble. So, usually we do, like, best kill here, but there weren't really a lot of kills here, so we were trying to replace it with something, and we, we landed on best ensemble just because all these casts are, like, pretty expansive and have a lot of people, and I'm like, shit, a few good men is just, like, powerhouse actor after powerhouse actor, and, like, fuck, ugh. This one was a tough one for me, too. Uh, and actually, I wrote something down. I think I'm going to change it right now. Uh, I went with Princess Bride, but I'm switching it to Stand By Me. Uh, just because I think those four boys, like, man, they, they encapsulated, like, my childhood. Like, there are movies, you know, like Sandlot and stuff, where, like, you get those, like, bits mm-hmm. and pieces, but, like, no, nah, this is fucking, like, real. This it's is, way like, more real. Like, yeah, this is what you would do with your friends on a summer day, like... Like you're always like ragging a dead on body? each other. Yeah. Well, I mean, like like going on an adventure, like and like ragging on each other, and like not planning any of that shit out, and like yeah. oh, we got forty cents to get food. Fuck, we should have thought about that first, and like you know, get get seriously close to fucking death. I don't know how many times I should have died as a kid and didn't, but like and just having those like moments where like yeah, we're fucking around most of the time, but we're gonna have real moments that are like scary, like a dog fucking chasing after us, or like you know, people with a fucking knife at us too, like. Mm-hmm. And and I th- I feel like those four guys and I know like Rob Reiner had a lot to do with this. He brought them in before the movie started, like like two weeks beforehand. It was just like kept sending them to like water parks and shit together, like to make them into friends and learn right. how to be friends and stuff. And like apparently like all those guys still talk all the time. Well, not well, not really. Phoenix, obviously. Those four guys talked a lot all the way up until Phoenix's sure. death, and like they stayed good friends, and it it shows on screen like. It's fantastic. And then you throw in the bad guys, like, yeah, they're kind of cookie-cutter, but Kiefer Sutherland's pretty fucking good in it. And, like, John Cusack as his brother was really good. Mm-hmm. I Yeah, Stand By Me, I think, uh, wormed its way into my heart there. <laughs> you know, real quick, um, let me just connect mine with yours. Okay. Because I'm doing the exact same thing okay. you did. I had Princess Bride, just hearing you talk about it. Um, I like the, the ensemble of Princess Bride with Carrie Elwes, Robin Wright, Chris Randon, Mandy Patigan, Christopher Guest, Andre the Giant, Wallace uh, Shawn, Peter Falk, Fred Savage. That's great, right? Mm-hmm. But those kids, Fred man. Fred Savage. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, uh, that's, that's the ensemble for Stand By Me is, is one of the uh, the best coming-of-age ensembles, man. It, it I'm a Goonies fan, guys, okay? Mm-hmm. I, I'm a... More Goonies even than Overstand by Me, right? Mm-hmm. But that ensemble might even be better than Goonies. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But it's fucking close. So I'm just going to, instead of waiting to close. for it to get all the way around to me, I'm just going to echo what Sorry. you said Sorry. and attach myself to your award. So, yeah, that's that's awesome. Stand by me for me. Marshall, where are you going? Um, man, like you said, it's really difficult because I feel like there were three stronger ones. Mm-hmm. 
Um, you can make a case for all of them. Um, and Stand By Me is really good, but I went with Spinal Tap. Yeah. Mm. Um, and I don't have a good reason why, I guess. Yeah. Uh, it's just, well, part of it, I think, probably is because it was so improvised. So you know they just all click. Mm. They're all on the same page. Um, they play well off of each other. Um, and I just love the interactions with David and Nigel and uh, whoever, Sherry Shear, I can't remember his name. Yeah, um, but the, the, there's so much fun to be around. Um, it's so difficult because, yeah, like the, the, the four kids are just great in Stand By Me. And then you have that you, huge you have cast. thing with it, like, these guys are all friends. Like, they wrote right. the script together, even, yeah. you know, what's there. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. they were friends for decades. They did yeah. SNL and they were all together, so. musicians, so they all played their own instruments. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that's all them on the soundtrack. Yeah, it's like, yeah. that's, it's just really impressive group of talented people. Um, yeah, yeah it's, sure. it's, it's very difficult. Like dozens of films and since that's what then, got, too. Like, they keep doing so many together. different uh, kind of mockumentaries. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was really difficult, but in the end, I just leaned a little bit more to Spinal Tap, so... So I'm kind of the opposite of you guys. Like, I had Stand By Me originally, mm-hmm. because I, for all the same reasons. And then at the end, I was like, look, man, like, Princess Bride has, like, my favorite character from Spinal Tap. You know what I mean? It has, <laughs> it has yeah. Count Rugen. Mm-hmm. It has one of my favorite. It has fucking Billy Crystal from Harry Met Sally. And it has fucking Andre the Giant. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it has all these great characters. And even some of my best characters from other films that I liked in this marathon. I think, man, I just, I don't know. I think that's a probably, for me, I think that's maybe a better ensemble. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you can't go it's, wrong. It's really you can't tough. go wrong. But yeah. you know, you're not wrong. I mean, like, yeah. well, no, yeah. nobody's wrong. Like, yeah. they're all great. These are great fucking casts. Yeah, yeah, great ensembles. All right, so I already gave mine. I changed mine from Princess Bride to Stand By Me. Uh, that takes us to one of my favorite categories, what and that is What the Fuck. fuck? So, what Kyle, fuck? if you have one, give it. We'll go around, and uh, we'll just kind of give one at a time here until we can get back to our number one What the yeah, Fuck. Like, it, there weren't really a whole lot of What the Fucks. Like, there's not a lot on screen that you're like, what the fuck? Like, uh, for me, there wasn't anyways, and, like, not even a whole lot of behind the scenes Actually, stuff. it's funny that you say that. I didn't even realize it, but there's really, I don't think I have any that's... Maybe, yeah, I have one that's in-moving. Yeah. The rest of it is behind the scenes. Like, I try yeah. to keep it to in-moving if I can. I don't. Uh, I didn't have anything that was in-moving except for when Harry Met Sally. is just Billy Crystal could not land Meg Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> all I wrote. Like, that's the only thing, like, in-story. I guess I, I wrote, you know, the lard-ass story is kind of weird and uh, stand by me. I love it's, that story. It's, it's yeah. great, but it's like... It, Totally, like, doesn't need to be there. Like, you could take it out, and it doesn't really affect oh, yeah, the movie to right me. Out. Yeah. Um, I think that this isn't my winner, but, like, one of the biggest ones for me is that uh, William Goldman, who wrote Princess Bride, like, rewrote uh, A Few Good Men, which is Aaron Sorkin's, like, he wrote, he wrote the play, and, like, mm-hmm. this was, like, his first big, like, film adaptation, mm-hmm. and, like, loved so much of what was rewritten that, like, he put it into the play. And, like, even Rob Reiner uh, invented... Aaron Sorkin's signature is the the walk and talk, right? Like mm-hmm. that's all Rob Reiner who invented it. Like hmm. he just had the uh, Meg Ryan or uh, Demi Moore and Tom Cruise just sitting in an office talking instead of that one like long hallway scene. He was like Rob Reiner's like this is just boring. Like let's just walk and, and do it. And then Aaron Sorkin's put it into like everything I've <laughs> oh, yeah. done since. Huh. So like that's that's not even an Aaron Sorkin thing. That's a Rob Reiner thing. So <laughs> oh very cool. Uh, do you have yeah. one up? I only have one, because I kind of offer you guys, like, in movie, I didn't really catch anything that I was like, well, what the fuck was that about? <laughs> um, so I guess I can give you my final only one, well, if let's, you want let's that. Let's skip around. Yeah, we'll yeah, skip I, around. I, I, really I only have, have I only have one. Okay. I only have one, but let me make a request. I, I, I okay, there's, there's the, okay, if anyone <laughs> plans to talk about the Andre the Giant fart thing, please don't. I want to talk about it later. <laughs> okay, okay. okay. No, yeah, that's not I don't, I don't Okay, cool. Okay. 
I honestly anyway, thought I was going to get chewed out for only funny. having one. Yeah, no, it was, like, it was it so was hard, hard on I don't know. Film. I don't have much. It's not like these kung fu movies where we're like, yeah. oh, we got like 800 exactly. things. we got to clear it down. Sometimes you have just No, so come back. I only have one. Marshall has one. Okay, so I'll, I'll keep this quick and contained, but... Um, so Harry Met Sally, okay, the the age difference. This is my only mm. in movie. It's like not age difference. But mm. He's eighteen and forty in the same movie. <laughs> yeah, 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 the age. Just cut look, his hair. That's it's a Crazy. big complaint for me with uh, when Harry Met Sally is the age is all over the place. I mean, yeah, they look like they're 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 in their forties when they're graduating college and they're going yeah. on their road trip. Yeah, you know, so that was uh, a what the fuck. The she entire somewhat movie. pulls it off. He does not. I think they look time. younger when they get a little bit older. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, when they're fake looking Billy Crystal, like it's just like what is good? Like what kind of narc is this motherfucker hanging out with college kids um, a few good men uh, sir is used 164 times during the movie yeah, that's insane yeah so an average of one sir every 50 seconds that's crazy <laughs> you know but uh, I actually knew that going into the movie and I figured I was like oh man that's all I'm gonna hear is sir mm-hmm. it didn't actually affect me no, it was Aaron Sorkin yeah, it's all fucking yeah, it, was, it, was, it was good um, Jack Nicholson man he was paid 5 million dollars for 10 days of work Four, four scenes. Four oh. fucking scenes. And honestly, I say money well three, spent. <laughs> money well yeah. spent. Yeah, he did work a day for like, three. He came in, they needed did another half day, and he's like, I'll come in and work it. Yeah. It's like, the only time he's ever worked for free in his career, and yeah. he came in just to do that courtroom scene. I like love this one. Uh, a few good men. An executive uh, gave Aaron Sorkin a note. Um, if Tom Cruise and Demi Moore aren't going to sleep oh, with yeah. each other, why is Demi Moore a woman? <laughs> <laughs> this was the this was the early nineties, people. <laughs> Hashtag Me Too. Yeah. So that yeah. was crazy. And then in Stand by Me, you know when they get the leeches, Fuck, the man. leeches on them. Uh-huh. Um, that's a that's a pool that they built, right? And so okay. they wanted to use a pool because um, they didn't know what would be out in the water. They just didn't want to throw these kids in sure. the water. So they built this pool like I don't know a couple months previously. And they put it out in the woods. All right. So when it was time to film, they didn't know what the fuck was in it anyway. (laughs) (laughs) So I thought that was kind of crazy. So one more runner up is what I call this is almost my number one, guys. It was called the shitty, I call it the shitty champagne deal. Okay. Okay. (laughs) So Nora Ephron wanted to call the film How They Met. All right. So Reiner, Rob Reiner, started a contest with the crew. You know, whoever comes up with the title will win a case of champagne. Okay. So, it made $100 million, okay, mm-hmm. off of a $16 million budget, all right? Okay. If I title your fucking movie, right. I want more than a case of goddamn champagne. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> shitty champagne deal. All right, so that'll get us into our number ones. Kyle, what was your number one? Uh, well, Nathan says he wants to talk about it, but it's the Andre fart in Princess Bride. No, so I want to talk about it later. I'm not going to talk about it. Oh, okay. I'm not going to talk about it. I was like, okay. oh, oh my God, savage. <laughs> 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 but my winner would would be the Andre fart, which Nathan will. We'll, we will talk. About, we'll talk about much at later length, down the list at length, longer okay. than the fart itself, maybe. <laughs> All right, what's your number one? Um, well, you mentioned it. It's not my number one, but you mentioned briefly. I thought of that that she wanted to name it something different. She said if there's one mm-hmm. thing she could do differently is uh-huh. change the title. And like, no, that's why it's so it's, great. Like, I don't know what you change it to that doesn't sound stupid. Uh-huh. All right. the other ones that I saw on like IMDb or other options they had like all sounded yeah. ridiculous. How they met sounds like a book that you would buy at the fucking grocery store in the nineties. Yeah, yeah. And there's other ones like Blue Moon and which like none of that no. makes sense. Produced this, by this Avon is, or something. Yeah. Yeah. This, is, this is like the start to it. Like when Harry met Sally and then go yeah. and then there's your movie. Like that's perfect. I don't yeah, know why you never yeah. want to change it. Um, she clearly my, wasn't thinking. She's no, she's <laughs> no. Uh, but my biggest, I guess, what the fuck was, and you can go on IMDb because I don't know them all, but I was reading through them and 
I'll give him a little leeway because it was Aaron Sorkin's like first feature that he wrote. Um, from what I could tell, there were like so many military errors in this movie. I guess <laughs> it was just a list. I just kept seeing of like this is not right. This is not right. He wouldn't address him like this. They wouldn't salute in this setting. He wouldn't have his hat on this. I'm like, how do you get all of that wrong when your movie is about yeah. JAG officers and right. all you're doing is a military case yeah. and you have all this yeah. wrong about the military? Like, I, It blows my mind. But I guess, like I said, it's his first feature. So I guess... Well, and too, like... You know, I, I, you know, he was I'm, focused on dialogue and just... Sure. Totally missed everything else. Well, I mean, you know, I, as a lame, like I don't pick up on. You know what no, I mean? No, I know. I know. I, I love House. Like House is one of my favorite fucking yeah. shows. But if you ever heard like a doctor pick apart fucking House, it's diagnostic like, medicine is not like, a real thing. Yeah, <laughs> that's like all medicine is diagnostic. But yeah, it's just funny. And and you know, I grew up in the military. I wouldn't know half that shit. But it was funny when I was looking at trivia for this. It's like mm. it was one thing after another. Like this is wrong. This is wrong. This is wrong. This is wrong. Like this is all you had to do was make sure you get the military right. And you couldn't do it. So wow. that was pretty funny. So I've never noticed my entire... Apparently this is a thing. Like People know this, and I didn't know this, but like Tom Cruise's teeth aren't symmetrical. Mm. Like There's one tooth right in the fucking middle. Uh, like You can cut his face in half, and there's one tooth right in the fucking middle. Really? And like, yeah, yeah, it's is on the internet the and shit. Is it's on the internet and shit. Did he get it fixed? <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah, he had the Invisalign for like a few years. Like, really? Did he really? Is it fixed now? Yeah. Okay, so so because Rachel had mentioned it, she was like, I can't look at his fucking teeth. <laughs> and I was like, what are you talking about? And she was like, she's like, look it up, dude. Like... <laughs> I looked it up, and like they've like bisected his face and show, and then there's one Jeez. tooth right in the fucking middle, and it can't fucking unsee it. Just wow. hit that one well, fucked up middle. He's a fucking alien, tooth. man. Yeah, I know. Well, you showed I, the picture of him thirty <laughs> years later. He looks the same. I know. Man. <laughs> it's insane. Yeah. No, that fucked up middle tooth that he has, I can't take it. Jesus. What the fuck? Wow. Yeah. Man, I've checked that out now. I thought you were gonna talk about a fart later. Uh, oh. uh, uh, oh. Wild, later no, for wild this. card. Wild card. Oh. Okay. <laughs> So I'm gonna title <laughs> I'm gonna title by what the fuck um Kids Will Be Kids Award. Okay. Uh, oh no. So going. what okay. the fuck, man? Um Stand By Me. Um so when they were filming Stand By Me, there was a Renaissance fair going on. All right. And uh, they were selling cookies. And uh, they gave a cookie to Jerry O'Connell. It was a pot cookie, and uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. they, uh, they, uh, they they found him crying in a park. Uh, <laughs> You know, somewhere, just crying in a park, all right? <laughs> River Phoenix lost his virginity during filming, okay? To Jerry O'Connell? No, no, to, 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 to Jerry O'Connell. Okay, probably okay. the Renaissance Fair, I don't know. Corey Feldman drank alcohol, kissed a girl off screen, and smoked pot for the first time. River Phoenix, Corey Feldman, Will Wheaton, and Jerry O'Connell... Uh, the, the, the hotel they were staying out just took all the pool furniture and just threw it in the fucking pool. All right. Will Wheaton fixed all the video games in the lobby so they could all play for free. All right. And then Phoenix talked everybody into just taking Kiefer Sutherland's car and just covering it in the fucking mud. <laughs> and I'm like, Jesus Christ, man. There was no finding bodies back in 82 or whatever. This was. Right. It was just like sex, drugs, and video yeah. games. Yeah. That's all they were fucking doing. I like to see, see a documentary on these kids just raising fucking hell. <laughs> so That's I was just, the best I that man. <laughs> That's a lot of crazy shit going on, man. I wonder what the, stra- shit. Wonder what the yeah. Stranger Things kids have been doing, man. <laughs> Goddamn. That, that really took me some surprise. You're watching Stranger Things, you know? It's just, I don't know. You, yeah. How old were those kids? Man, they were like, like 11 to 13, somewhere in there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my oh, yeah. God. That's, that's crazy, isn't it? Mm. It's like, where were their parents? Where, were they, where was the... Uh, Getting fucking had, paid because they, yeah. they weren't 18. They didn't... <laughs> 
don't know. Like, I think things would be different now. Though. I think yeah. the people would be watching out for the the oh, young sure. kids. Oh, sure. I don't know. I think there'd There's be like some... unions and shit now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah so there are no fucking unions. It really blew, <laughs> blew me away when I heard all that stuff. Anyway, that takes us to best score or soundtrack. This this is the easy one. It's this is Spinal Tap. You've got Tonight I'm Gonna Rock Ya. You got Lick My Love Pump, Stonehenge. You got Give Me Some Money, and then you have. Big Bottom. Big, so I'm going to read the lyrics from... Oh, Big Bottom's sick as fuck. Big Bottom know. is great. Um, it's the, the great big power ballad kind of thing. So we got... <clears throat> the bigger the cushion, the sweeter the pushing. That's what I said. The looser the waistband, the deeper the quicksand, or so I've read. My baby fits me like a flesh tuxedo. I love to sink her with my, my pink, pink torpedo. torpedo. Yeah. Big Bottom, Big Bottom. Talk about bum cakes. My, my girl's, girl's got them. Big Bottom, drive me out of my mind. How can I leave this behind? Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's just fucking. Dude, it's, it's fucking, gorgeous. It's beautiful. It's they're beautiful. actually great songs. They're yeah. like, and there it, is like a, a myriad of music too. It's not just you know they do the the flashback of them like yeah. doing their little oh, poppy yeah. rock song. Right. They got like the a reggae people. song and stuff. It's, yeah, it's all fucking. I, just they, they, I love that they wrote and performed the songs. Like that's so impressive to me. Mm-hmm. Like. That, you know, I, I honestly believe that, like, Tonight I'm Gonna Rock You Tonight belongs up there with other great fucking songs from that. Like, I don't, yeah. I unironically think it belongs with those. Like, so good, it ended up in, like, what, Guitar Hero 2? Guitar Hero 2, oh, yeah. yeah. It was, yeah. like, the first That's song awesome. you play on Guitar Hero 2. That's awesome. Pretty yeah, cool. it's, it's easy. It's Spinal Tap for me. I mean, the other ones probably had good scores and stuff, but actually, they I do, do have a runner-up that it had been a long time since I watched Stand By Me. The soundtrack in that is phenomenal. Yeah, great. Yeah, good. It's 50s yeah. music. I was like, every one of these songs is just perfect. And it fits the film perfectly. Like the Lollipop song, you got yeah, Every yeah. Day by Buddy Holly. Like, it's just packed with like great 50s. But it's, it's crazy to me, like, every 50s movie yeah. sounds like that. Like, Stand By yeah. Me. Like, yeah. I, well, all I, 50s music sounded like that. Yeah, well, yeah, well, yeah. true. No, but yeah. But touche. <laughs> Sometimes it doesn't fit, though. And for this, like, I felt like every one of those songs yeah. was just perfectly well, I guess uh, what I guess what I'm trying to say is like yeah true as like yeah. every 50s movie is gonna have fucking 50s music in it but I don't I don't feel like any of it's like unique 50s music it's all yeah. like lollipop lollipop no, no, no. Have, like kids I, riding what bicycles about, what and about shit? Christine Christine's got a fucking a killer mm-hmm. fucking soundtrack yeah yeah I like all Christine. that fucking old 50s rock yeah. and roll I'm shit saying for like a lot of the coming age movies though oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah. 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 so alright and you're going with Spinal Top yeah as well okay um, I'm going with something different guys um, I, res- yeah, no, I, <laughs> I respect the music in Spinal Tap and Stand By me but uh, my, my favorite soundtrack is when Harry met Sally huh. uh, Rob Reiner was so impressed by Harry Connick's voice and how he sounded oh. like a young Frank oh, Sinatra yeah. you know and uh, he hired him for the soundtrack and I agree if you can't get Frank you get Harry Connick Jr. Um, As the famous quote goes. Sure, yeah. You get your first time. You get Harry. No, I'm serious. They originally wanted Frank Sinatra for Will and Grace, but they I'm ended up... I'm a big Harry Connick Jr. fan. I'm a big Harry Connick Jr. fan. A big Harry Connick Jr. Who isn't? Right. Like, uh, my son's name's Connor because of... you know. No, my, it's not. Yes, seriously. I promise you. Stop. No, I promise you. It's not yeah, Harry we, Connor Jr. We, we didn't want to say Harry Connick. We didn't want to call Connor Connick, so we just broke it down and we, we called him Connor. But it was because okay. of Harry Connick Jr. Huh. Um, but... It marked the, his first appearance on a soundtrack, yeah. all right? And he won his first Grammy Award for Best Jazz Male Vocal Performance. And I think that Harry Connick Jr. and the soundtrack is a key ingredient to Harry Met Sally. The the, the score, mm-hmm. the performances, the location, all of that gels together. And uh, if you would have just, I don't know, did something else, but there's something special about that jazz soundtrack that, mm-hmm. that gives some prestige to When Harry Met Sally for a mm-hmm. rom-com. I fucking loved it. Mm-hmm. So that's where I went. Nice. Cool. Nice. That takes us to 
Best quote. Best quote. Jesus. This is a fucking Christ. Yeah, this is a easy. Easy. My fucking ass. Easy. You've got, you've got like classic lines from all these movies. You got these go to eleven. You've got I never had any friends later on like the ones I had when I was twelve. Yeah. Uh, you got you know I'll have what she's having. One of like the top like hundred lines. You can't handle the truth. You can't handle the truth. Or you can go with classic blunders. You you can go with literally any line from Princess Bride. Like every fucking line in Princess Bride is gold to me. Like I just, I just wrote down my name is Indigo Montoya. You come my father prepared to die. But you can say anything. Like I hope you sleep well and dream of giant women. (laughs) You can say as you wish. You know the simple simple like oh you know I've. I've got Gilder. I got a wife to murder, and Gilder to blame for it. <laughs> right, like, yeah, all, yeah. like uh, he's mostly dead. You know, he says he said to blame. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Everything is fucking Golden Princess Bride. Like I watched Princess Bride since we start. Like it was the first one I watched for this. Then I watched another movie. Then I watched Princess Bride again. Then I watched another movie. Then I watched Princess Bride again. <laughs> then I watched another movie. Then I watched Princess Bride again. I watched Princess Bride what five, four or five times in the last month. And like every time, I'm just like, man. Like what line do I fucking like pick out of this movie? And I couldn't. It, it was so perfect. easy for me because it was the first quote that I was like, "Oh, you motherfucker! <laughs> oh, that's so good." <laughs> so what you ended up going with? I went, my name is Indigo Montoya. Yeah, and that's fantastic. Yeah. That's that's that's. And cool. it's a repeated line, and it's got like yeah. the the line has weight behind it, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. and it's different every time that he says it. And Especially it, like, in that so final much duel, you know, when he's like getting his strength back. He just won't fucking stop saying it. It's pretty cool. He gains his confidence. Did you read about that too? It's like he actually put even more depth behind it because he, his father died of cancer. Mm-hmm. So any, every time he was saying that, he was like defeating cancer. Mm-hmm. You yeah. Know? So I just thought it was kind of cool. Yeah. yeah I, it was really difficult. I mean, there's, there's, like you said, they're all, you could probably put a, a quote from each one of these movies and it'd be in the top 100 of all time somewhere. Then, yeah. Because they're just, they're so good. And so I went with the tie because fuck it. Because <laughs> I can't pick one. So I'm going to I'm gonna yeah. give one to, to at least two of them. But like you said, you know, I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have what she's having. Although Harry, I thought, has some pretty good quotes in there oh, as sure. well. But his are like a paragraph. So. Yeah, yeah, they're monologues. Um, Princess Bride, I love. Again, there's so many. How do you pick? I love like, anybody want a peanut? Like That's pretty <laughs> hilarious to me too, like when they're doing the little rhymes. But I split it between Spinal Tap and Stand By Me. Okay. And Spinal Tap. Again, it. I don't know how I picked it. I just had to pick one, and it goes to these go to eleven, mm. and that's because that's a great scene too. It's and, so and, he, and he's and yeah, and he's like, like you said, he's so confused. I love how bewildered. confused he is. Yeah, he's like, I, but these go to eleven. <laughs> like it's, yeah, it's like I, he doesn't process what he's yeah. trying to tell him. Just why, make why it louder. Just be one louder, yeah. like ten. And be that louder be, number. Like, yeah. But these go to eleven. Um, so that's that's wonderful. And then stand by me. I was reading through a bunch of the quotes because I was like, there's, I think there's one in here, and I and I was gonna go with the um, um, suck my fat one, you cheap dime store hood. <laughs> <laughs> but then, but then I was like, there's there's one that's I don't I can't, I can't remember now if it's before or after that, where he says, what are you gonna do? Where uh, Ace says, what are you gonna do? Shoot all of us? And he says, no, Ace, just just you. Just you. Yeah, like, that's fucking badass yeah, for a badass. little twelve year old. Yeah. It's like that's when he's finally like, I don't care about anything else going on here. It's me and you. Yeah. I'm staring you down. <laughs> I'll and do this. I, I will end you. Right. I will end you. And it's like that. And that pushes him back. He's like, shit. Yeah, yeah. This kid's not messing around. So if I had to pick two from this, all these movies, <laughs> oh, those are the two I'm going to go with. Nice. So. This is fucking hard. It's man. really difficult. I, like, not according to Brad. He thought this was no, a I don't. Movie. I don't get how it's easy. <laughs> but like, 
So, I mean, this isn't my pick, but I mean, so just from Spotify, I've been in bands my whole life, and like, the number of times in my life that I have pointed to a guitar at rest and been like, you, do you hear that? <laughs> sustain? <laughs> sustain. And, like, nobody fucking gets it. It's like, it's known for its sustain, you know? Like, I'd, have a sh- I'd have a shitload of nickels if I... <laughs> so, like, but, but you would if it was... If, right. <laughs> you can't hear it, but you would if it was... Um, oh. He no, it's dust for vomit. You can't <laughs> dust for vomit. Yeah, oh, yeah, like, how do you pick one? Damn it. Everything in Spinal Tap is sandwich. I, you can't print that. You can't, yeah. Why do you can't print that? Um, no, and I, I love the Inigo Montoya thing, but, like, mm-hmm. there, it gets one better. I, I think, like, the the scene that I remember from Princess Bride more than anything else is, is, is it's part of that scene, but it's, it's just beyond it, where he mm-hmm. says, like, offer me money. Mm-hmm. B- power, too, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, promise me that. Offer me anything oh, I ask yeah. for. And he, and he says, you know, anything you want. He's like, I want my father back, you son of a bitch. And he yeah. fucking stabs him. That is like, like, it get like tears. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it's just so like, fuck, it's so good. Especially if you tie it into his emotions. Yeah. Right, right, exactly. Like he yeah, wants yeah, his yeah. father back. Yeah, yeah that, that's a very powerful scene, yeah. Man, so I, runner up real quick, um, I almost went with Harry's big monologue at the mm-hmm. end. Mm-hmm. I really like that. That's you a know, great one. I won't mm-hmm. read it all, but it's uh, the one where he's like, um, I love that you get cold when it's 71 degrees out. I love that it takes you an hour and a half to order a sandwich. I love, I love, I love it. He just yeah. breaks down. I love that monologue at the end of When Harry Met Sally. thought that was great. Um, if anybody's listening for Christmas, if you want to get me something, you can get me a t-shirt, okay, that says, Don't Fuck with Mr. Zero. Oh, that was a good one. I did <laughs> have that written down. Don't Fuck with Mr. Yeah, Zero. Um, <laughs> I, I love that whole scene, too, because it was the first time it was like... It, it, when Harry Met Sally kind of reminds me of a Quentin Tarantino movie, if Quentin Tarantino movie was doing a traditional rom-com. Okay. You know, just because the dialogue and the rapid fire and the story about don't fuck with Mr. Zero. I love that. <laughs> I thought that was great. Um, and then, you know, You Can't Handle the Truth is great. Um, another one I really liked is She Actually Meowed. <laughs> you made a woman meow? Yeah. <laughs> I love that line. Um, and then, you know, obviously, uh, my name is Inigo Montoya, you know, prepare to die. That's awesome. Um, I'll have it. She's having so... It was so easy for me, okay? You can't push Jack Nicholson too far, (laughs) okay? You can't fuck with Jack. Um, I went with a few good men, Colonel Jessup. He goes, I'm going to tell you something, and listen up, because I really mean this. You're the luckiest man in the world. There is nothing on this earth sexier, (laughs) believe me, gentlemen, than a woman you have to salute in the morning. Promote them all, I say, because this is true. If you haven't gotten a blowjob from a superior officer, well, you're just letting the best in life pass you by. Of course, my problem is I'm a colonel, so I'll just have to go on taking cold showers until they elect some gal president. (laughs) I was like, that's so badass, man. That is so fucking awesome. I love that quote. I think it's I'm going Colonel fucking Jessup. All right. All right, that takes us to best screenplay. Guys, I don't don't usually do this, but I want to give a quick... Kind of brief score update. This is hands down the closest marathon we've ever had. Is it really? We have a first place that's barely winning, and then everything else is tied for second. Wow. <laughs> so this one's going to come down, and we're, we're at the halfway point on uh, points, too, so it's going to get there. So best screenplay. God damn it. Like, fuck. <laughs> you have, like, such a simple and solid story in Stand By Me. You've got, you know, this kind of revelation of rom-coms and When Harry Met Sally, and you've got, like, just this dialogue, just diatribe of beauty from Aaron Sorkin and A Few Good Men. How many, is, how many is original? 
Sorry to me to cut you off. Yeah, here. Uh, You're getting, you were building up to something powerful. When Harry like, Met Sally is original, and this is Spinal Tap is original. Okay. The other one, uh, a few good men is a play, uh, and the other two are books. I just screwed again. Yeah, um, but I'm going with the Princess Bride. I think it, just you go to quotes, everything is just fucking snappy and beautiful and funny, and it holds so much weight. And you've got a whole host of characters that are amazing yeah. that you get to play with, and you're playing with these the cliffs of insanity and like the the forest fire and you got the the tree and the murder machine and like all these cool little details and and the ability for it to jump into this fairy tale and jump back out to a kid and his grandpa Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. having those sweet sincere moments too like it's you're getting two stories (laughs) here and and both of them are great and that's yeah princess bride um again very very difficult um I had to throw Spinal Tap out initially because like ninety percent of it is yeah. improvisation, yeah. so like I can't lean on a screenplay for that. <clears throat> Although it's a great idea for a film, you know. Still gonna write all those songs and stuff. You still throw that, songs. that goes into. That's it. true. That's true. Um, and all the rest are really strong too. Uh, but I went, and I don't have a lot of awards for this, even though I really do love the movie. I went with Nora Ephron for When Harry Met Sally. Nice. Because I love the dialogue. I love Harry's dialogue. I love their interactions. Um, a lot of I just great love dialogue, the way, man. A lot of regard. I love the, the the supporting characters and the way they intertwine with them and work off of them. Um, and then just their progression, like you said, like we said a few times tonight, their their relationship, the way it builds and grows to that final conclusion. And there's a like, lot of dialogue. Yeah, in, it's in, very in dialogue heavy, but it it just resonates so well. Like you said, it's really realistic and really honest. Um, so uh, so yeah, I went with uh, Nora Ephron. Great. I think we talk about screenplay, man. It's hard not to pick Aaron Sorkin. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I, I feel like it's so. I did so that's why I paid. I picked a few good men. It's so heavy on dialogue, and like it's the only film where I feel like the dialogue like really matters. Like everything each one of the characters says, and the way they say it is going to come back later. You know what I mean? Like it's gonna, like like I know you said you said, and it's it's a puzzle. You know what I mean? It's not mm-hmm. it's not just it's a puzzle that these characters are trying to figure out, and you're trying to figure out, and like. I think that's really cool. I think that's really special. I, I, I thought it was like a little bit more, but I mean, these like, great fucking <laughs> Did you did you say they fucked up a lot of the the stuff? In yeah, they may have fucked. Well, yeah. yeah, just a lot of the, uh, if you would technical stuff, uh, but... which comes down to screenplay. I think it, it can right? come down to well, well, too. I mean, true, I, depending on I haven't seen the screenplay, yeah. you know. But uh, yeah. I really do like Few Good Men uh, more than what I thought I was going to. But uh, I, I think Few Good Men, and I like Aaron Sorkin, but most of his most of the movie I think really is paint by numbers courtroom drama. For example, for example, hmm. I don't even know why I fucking said that. <laughs> anyway, um, give us examples. Best screenplay. I'll give you a great great example for best <laughs> screenplay. All right. I'm going with the original screenplay written by Nora Ephron for When Harry Met Sally. Um, it took her five years to write. The script Script was nominated for an Oscar. Um, I think the story has aged well, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, the dialogue has wit and charm. It's funny, complex characters. Um, Billy Crystal came in, took a pass at his character, uh, punched up the comedy. And I think with the collaborations, I think that uh, they created one of the best rom-coms that I've seen. You know, there's still a few in my, that I need to see. Rom-coms isn't my strongest genre. I need to see Annie Hall. You know, uh, but for the rom-coms that I've seen, um, I think it's 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 one of the best I've seen. And I, I brought up earlier about the Tarantino dialogue. You know, mm-hmm. if Tarantino wrote a traditional rom-com, it would look like When Harry Met Sally. So I'm going to Efron. And there's actually some good collaboration because Rob Reiner worked with her on it because I guess he put some things about her. Like, she's kind of like Sally. He noticed her, the way she orders food and is very precise and wants it a certain yeah. way. So that was fit in. And 
And there's just a lot of little things that they kind of picked and yeah. put together. Yeah. And Billy Burns is like Billy had a lot of his stuff mm-hmm. in it. Like he he came up with the "I'll have what she's having" line. Like yeah. he just like yeah. he threw that. That's Rob Reiner's mom. It was funny he gave it to his mom. Yeah. <laughs> is it really? Yeah, it's yeah. Rob Reiner's mom. But she came up with the acting out the orgasm because mm-hmm. at first they're just going to talk no. about females faking their mm-hmm. own orgasm, and then she's like, "I'm just going to do it." So it was, yeah, it was really well constructed. Gorgeous. All right, that takes us to best special achievement. Yeah. Um, Man, I, you know, I, I wanted to keep this one to cinematography um, for the most part because, and what's really cool and special about this is each of these movies has a different cinematographer, which is unique for a director to do. They usually, they find somebody they like and they stick with it, but all five of these movies are distinct, so you need a different eye for each of them. And so uh, and Rob Reiner, I think, was smart in doing that and getting a different cinematographer for each one. Um, all these movies are shot pretty well. I mean, Spinal Tap, even though it's low quality, that's kind of the idea behind yeah. it, that mockumentary. Yeah. Like, no one had made a mockumentary before. So, like, they they were just on the fly with it. You know, Stand By Me's got gorgeous shots. Princess Bride's just, you know, fucking ginormous and all these amazing sets and stuff. Harry Met Sally, you're using New York as a backdrop, but A Few Good Men is just really tight and well shot to me. I, like, it, it's, a, it's a character piece, obviously, but... You're getting a lot of the characters in those those shots. Uh, like, you get to, to feel, and, and they get to, to breathe in those moments. And, and Rob Reiner kind of coming up with that, let's do the walk and talk thing. Mm-hmm. And not making it just boring, stagnant stuff. Because you know you're going to be sitting in a courtroom the last half of this movie. And, like, not a lot of walking around stuff you can do in the courtroom. So, like, he does get a lot of great shots in there. And, and uses that first half of that movie to get a lot of movement and action. And, and so, yeah, going with uh, A Few Good Men. Nice. Uh, yeah, since there isn't a best cinematography category anymore, that's kind of where I went as well. Um, I did, I don't know, this is a bit of a uh, runner-up, I guess, because like, set design for Spinal Tap is pretty awesome. Mm. Uh, especially Stonehenge. Especially Stonehenge <laughs> and just, yeah, just all their different stages and, 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 and whatnot. Uh, or the puppet theater, like shit like that. Oh, awesome. uh, but I went with cinematography and I went with Stand By Me. Uh, there's just beautiful shots in it i love the the extreme wide shot of them walking down the tracks um it's just a beautiful film i thought and um so yeah i don't have much more to say about that i guess so i'm sticking with uh, best cinematography for stand by me normally what i do is i try to keep it to cinematography and like originally when i wrote it that's what it was and i had uh, a few good men for mm-hmm. the same reason i sw- i switched it up because i felt like you know what like i don't have a lot of opportunity here to talk about uh, Spinal Tap, and I want to. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because I it it deserves more awards than I gave it. You know what sure. I mean? Um, so I wanted to I wanted to sort of sneak in an award. Like I really just want to touch base on this the songwriting because I think that fucking it's really fucking good. I've been like, listening to the music for like weeks now. So why? <laughs> and it's just like I I honestly think that the the songwriting. It, it, it's it's way better than it needs well, to be for this yeah, you you know, for this movie into a that's trap like a, of being too cheesy exactly and not realistic like this is realistic enough that like these guys are musicians but they're just a little off right <laughs> yeah and they're songwriting there's so many people like um I know Glenn Danzig from the Misfits or whatever he watched the movie he watched the movie and he's like this is fucking about us you know what <laughs> I mean and, or uh, uh Edge from U two is like he's like you know I watched the movie and like you know. I didn't think it was funny. Like he's like he's like I didn't, I, no, he's, he's like I didn't I didn't laugh because like it's not funny. That's like it's real. it's real. Like that's really what shit's like. And it's you know what I mean as far as like the the big business end of it and whatever. And everyone's mm-hmm. a fucking moron back. Mm-hmm. Like that's it's not funny to me. <laughs> you know like um 
you know, it's a drama I, for him. It, it's <laughs> drama. Yeah. Um, I know we're a little bit off topic, but but I mean, like, it goes back to I think if if the songwriting weren't so good, if it were too far into the parody, mm-hmm. it wouldn't be such a good film. Yeah. Well, so in, in, in to get off topic a little bit again, but like a film that they did like twenty years later, A Mighty Wind is one of my favorite oh, movies, yeah. and it's like it's it's Spinal Tap, but in the folk music genre, yeah, sure. and like doing these you know old people getting back together to do stuff, and like the music in that is fucking phenomenal mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Like these guys like write really fucking good songs mm-hmm. just for you know for <laughs> just just for their films. And yeah, it's just mm-hmm. great. All right, my special achievement. I'm going with creating a rock band. I'm, hey, going, I'm, yeah, going, nice. I'm doing Spinal Tap. All right, they went tour and everything. I know. So, yeah. I'm, so I'm not a I'm not a Spinal Tap fan at all. Okay, I haven't watched a more boring movie since um, Bob Stop. Roberts. Stop. <laughs> Bob Stop. Roberts. No. So I think I line up with the poll on this one, guys. Like Man. I don't even think did the poll even get a vote. I never yeah, got I gave a fucking <laughs> <laughs> because it deserves so, some representation. It does. I, I, I movie. Every right. time I see it, I'm like, you motherfuckers are asleep on this. I don't know. Like <laughs> a movie about a fake band that people. You know, think that they're a real band. I just, I don't give a fuck, man. I just don't care. But, however, okay, the actors are all competent musicians. The soundtrack is actually them playing, you know. Um, and since then, you know what, 30 years ago, um, they they go on tour. They've gone yeah. on tour. They've played Wembley, you know, Albert Hall, Carnegie, Carnegie Hall. Uh, people thought this shit was fucking real, man. You know, and that's quite the achievement. It became real. It, 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 yeah, <laughs> exactly. The, the, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the fiction became real. Yeah. And that's, they created a fucking rock band, man. And so, just not my kind of movie, but doesn't mean I can't respect the achievement. You know, yeah. so, going Spinal Tap. Um, that takes us to... Another fucking hard category in Best Supporting Performance. Oh. Jesus mm. fucking Christ. Like, ugh. It's it's one of those ones where I'm like, do I want to change this one too? But I, because I, I I could easily go three, but I know I've got ties later, and I can't. I don't want to get rid of those either. So, <clears throat> I'm I'm sticking with River Phoenix as Chris and Stand by Me. Um, for someone who was 12, 13 at the time, yeah. mm-hmm. like that's a fucking James Dean in Giant kind of performance. Like he he would have been the next fucking James Dean. Like kind of became him when he died early, right. but like. He really was, like, he was a powerhouse fucking actor, and that was the first time, like, he really got, like, showcased and got to be himself. Like, he got to be that, the cool kid, he got to be the badass, he got to be the kid who's scared, and, like, he's a real fucking person, and, like, yeah, I'm a fuck-up, but, like, I'm not as bad as everyone thinks I am. Like, I just, I'm just putting on airs, because that's Mm -hmm. what I think people want me to be. And, like, and, and River Phoenix just sells the fuck out of that character. Like, that, that movie's great, and all four of those kids are great, but, like, he stands heads above the other three so go on him uh yeah i mean i really can just echo what you said there it is tough because i mean for my list i had jack nicholson yep. i had carrie yeah. fisher but i could have had meg ryan like yeah. from that one uh i was really attracted to carrie fisher yeah. maybe it's i'm a star wars fan i don't know i thought <laughs> you she were attracted t- to carrie fisher in in hair met sally <laughs> in a 90s way <laughs> In the 90s, in a 90s no way. way. What does that even mean? No, I no, I like, I, I, I like, I like some Carrie Fisher, but like, I didn't do nothing for me and Harry Manson. Really? In Blues Brothers, holy shit! Mm. But <laughs> thought she was pretty. She was pretty. She's very pretty. But the, but the, the fact that you more than Meg Ryan. I didn't say that. Okay, I didn't, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, I didn't say that. But I thought she was attractive, and I don't. I never sure. really. I never really saw like. Princess Leia is being attractive. She's okay, except yeah. for the slave suit thing. I mean, 
Well, I mean, I'm cool. Yeah. 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 Sue me. Put Billy right? Crystal. Yeah. 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 Sue me. She's fucking hot, right? <laughs> uh, and then you had like Mandy Patinkin from Princess Bride. Yeah. Andre the Giant fucking killed Andre the Giant. Is awesome. Who names their fucking kid Mandy? A boy. A boy named Mandy. I've been it's, fucked up. Like, I never knew this this actor, you know? Yeah. Like, you named your kid after Harry Connick Jr. <laughs> <laughs> but, but that's not... Connor is a boy's... Like, it's a boy's name. Harry's a boy's name. I I look at the my list, you know, I had to keep on going back because I'm like, surely that's not his fucking name. Yeah. It's Greg or something, right? You know, but it's Mandy. <laughs> Greg Patinkin. <laughs> I, mean, I think Patinkin. that's better than Mandy Patinkin. You would be hard-pressed to find another male named Mandy. Yeah, good for him. Thank you! Good for him. And they laugh! No, I'm just saying. Like, and it's they true. laugh! It's person. true. But Life wasn't easy for a boy named Sue, either. Yeah. That's right. Mm. But I don't know. You say it enough, it rolls off your tongue. Mandy Patinkin. Mandy Patinkin. Okay. That does, that's never gonna roll off. Ma- some Greg Patinkin. Pati- I can't even roll. say Mandy Patinkin. Is Mandy Patinkin? Yeah, you can't say it. Mandy Patinkin. You should change that. That does, that's not like roll off. Brad Hawkins. But if you say Mandy Patinkin, oh, because you're, you're white. Kyle Bradley. Kyle Brown. Kyle Bradley. Nathan Plenty. Yeah, figure it out. That's like Mandy. What is it? Mandy Placenta. Mandy Placenta. Mandy Placenta. Sandy yeah. Placenta. That's Sandy Placenta. Okay, let's move on. Anyway, okay. so yes, I, 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 yes. River Phoenix. Yeah, like you said, because it's like it's easy to give it to Jack Nicholson because he's fucking Jack Nicholson and he destroys that that character. But I don't know something about a twelve or thirteen year old just owning mm. that character and having that presence and mm. and the emotional depth. Um, because those are some impressive scenes, and uh, yeah, he's fantastic. And it, it is uh, like you know, I was watching like behind the scenes stuff, and it's a shame because he was would have been an amazing actor, yeah, mm-hmm. for years and years and years to come. So, and you can see that in this, you can see just <clears throat> that quality he had. Uh, so I had to give it to him. So you guys have already said everything that I want to say. I mean, yeah, um, River Phoenix is like. You can you can just tell he was he was going to be something really fucking special. And it was tough because for a minute I had him as best lead because I was mm-hmm. like I don't because yeah. he's that strong in it. Um, but, it's, but, it's, but I was like it's it Gordy's is supporting movie. to Gordy, it's right? Movie, so and it's it's hard because I don't, I mean I don't like kids in movies. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like a lot of times you're like all right, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like the acting's kind of whatever, but like he fucking kills it. Mm-hmm. He really does. Um, and I don't know, maybe it's just. You know, especially because like he kind of he fades away at the end. It's yeah. kind of adds to that sort of mythology of River Phoenix or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like I don't know, man. I it's got to be River Phoenix in my. But there are so many good picks. Yeah. I'm, I'm, there's no yeah. fault, there's no wrong pick. Yeah, absolutely not. But yeah, I respect yeah. I respect the uh, River Phoenix. Um, but I think if you take River Phoenix out, people still enjoy Stand by Me. Okay, fucking great performance. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going a few good men. Jack Nicholson. Okay, Rob Reiner said that landing Jack Nicholson was like having. Babe Ruth on his fucking team, all right? <laughs> you take out Jack Nicholson, and you, no one gives a fuck about if Mandy a few Tinkin good men. If was in the role, he'd do just fine. <laughs> yeah, my ass. No, no one gives a shit, though, man. I mean, like, Jack brings so much bravado to that for, that fucking role, and he's only in this movie for four fucking scenes, mm. but that's why I like Few Good Men. I'm like, I'm like I want to fast forward just to get to the next Jack Nicholson scene. Mm. You know, he's just fucking eating it up, man. I love Jack Nicholson. Um, and, and this, and uh, you know what? It's probably not even his top five characters. Probably not even his top ten characters. It's if it, it's probably the most phoned in Jack Nicholson you'll see. But when he's on screen, you know I'm at full attention, man. Jack Nicholson just destroys in a few good men. I don't even say phoned in. Like they said, they filmed that scene 
Yeah. Like, 20 times. And they just... He did that speech every time, and they just filmed other people's reactions. And he just... The last take was the one that they used of him actually doing it. Like, he just kept doing it and kept doing it. And, like, and every time, he gave the same fucking intensity, and it just got better and better every time he did Well, he had to do that fucking baseball bat scene 167 fucking times <laughs> in the Like, he's used yeah. to doing shit over and over and over again to someone who just fucking won't it's, let him it's go. Not, to like, me, it's not the same movie without Jack. You for, for me, my opinion, you take Jack out, I don't give a fuck about Few Good Men. I'll never watch Few Good Men again if if it wasn't for Jack. You know, I'll go back to it because of Jack. Mm-hmm. So I think that deserves supporting for me. Um, that takes us to best lead. Um, this one wasn't as hard for me as, as supporting. Um, this one I went Meg Ryan as Sally Albright in When Harry Met Sally. Uh, again, going back to best character, like her performance helps that character so much. Like she is this like insanely gorgeous woman, but she's very down to earth and obtainable and, and very real. And she's doing a, a, a fantastic job of, like, at first she's almost kind of dorky and weird in the car a little bit. Like, she's, like, weirded out by him, but she's like, I don't know anybody else in New York, so I guess I'm just going to have to put up with you. And then just, like, he just goes. And she's like, but you're the only person I know in New York. Uh, and and uh, her breakdown scene is absolutely fucking wonderful and fantastic. And then the classic scene, the orgasm scene, like, yeah, it's, it's funny, but, like, she's putting on a hell of a performance yeah. there. Like... She, and, and, again, like, that was her idea, like, to be like, no, if we're going to do it. Like, I'm going balls to the wall. We're really going to fucking do this scene. And, like, yeah, like, that scene is so memorable that I'll have what she's having line. Yeah. doesn't happen without her giving the performance that she sure. does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, same movie, but I'm going to go with Billy Crystal. Mm-hmm. I ended up with him. And it was tough, too, for me, actually, for these. Well, no, it wasn't. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just, I think for some of the things you said, like, he he's... He always has an opinion. He's rapid fire. Like he's he's it's just a fun character to be around. Um, he's just eccentric, but he's got his own you know, neuroses. Um, I think he just had a, an amazing performance. It was just really really solid from him. It wasn't too over the top. Um, so yeah, I'm stick with Billy Crystal for. I, li- I like Billy. I, I like some fucking Billy Crystal, but I think occasionally. He's just being Billy Crystal. You know what I mean? I, I like. I love. I love uh, City Slickers, but I, plenty of times City Slickers, he's just being <laughs> fucking Billy Crystal. Yeah, and I like, think so. um, and I, I get a little bit of that in, in When Harry Met Sally. Um, and like, look, I like. I like uh, Will Wheaton. Mm-hmm. I like Will. I, I think he does great. I fucking hate Wesley Crusher in Star Trek, and so like, it really like fucking. I did like taints him <laughs> in a way. Like, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, so it's hard for me to like him, you know, mm-hmm. but, um, I ended up going, I, I don't know, it's, I don't know, it's fucking whatever basic bitch shit, but I went with Tom Cruise, like, <laughs> Tom Cruise, <laughs> did, no, didn't you didn't just, see that one coming, yeah, bro, I didn't see that one coming, <laughs> I was like following you the whole time, yeah. like, oh, I'm okay, like, oh, that's, oh, where's he going, I was like, and then you yeah. said that, I'm like, Alright. You know what? Let me tune back in here. No, like, you know what? Let me go with a basic Tom Cruise is an okay, he's a, no, no, I don't even think, he's a he good actor. He wouldn't be acting as high level as he has for 20 fucking years yeah, plus if he's he, a hey, good actor. I'm like, like the only guy I thought that ever stood up for Tom Cruise. Like, Tom Cruise <laughs> is like, in my opinion, one of the last Hollywood movie stars. Man, I fucking love Tom Cruise, man. Yeah. So, go ahead. I mean, no, I, I, I'm not a big Tom Cruise fan, I'll be honest, but like, there's a reason that people like it. He's a good actor. Like, mm-hmm. and, he, and he does good in this. I don't, you know, I don't know. Like, I thought this was one of the weaker categories, it frankly. Is a, it like, surprisingly, was surprisingly, kind of a weaker category. You know what I mean? Um, 
Yeah, I was going Tom Cruise. I'm not embarrassed about it. Whatever, fuck you. Um, (laughs) So, best lead, I'm going with uh, Princess Bride, Carrie Elwes. Okay. uh, Also perfectly acceptable. Yeah, so so let me put it this way. (laughs) Carrie Elwes is in a movie with Billy Crystal, all right? Christopher Guest, Peter Falk, Robin Wright, Chris Sarandon, which he's an acting god. Uh, What was he in? Of course. Oh, he was in Fright Night. Fright Night, too. Did you think I was going to give some uh, Chris Sarandon love? I was like, like, before I was going to mess with him, I'm going to be like, hey, how many times do you think Brad's going to bring up Chris Sarandon in Fright Night? <laughs> and Andre the Giant, okay, but uh, never once I don't think he's overshadowed. Great performances oh, yeah. all around, mm-hmm. great, but I think he goes toe to toe. Pull back and you look at something like A Few Good Men, and fucking um, Jack Nicholson destroys everybody, mm-hmm. destroys everybody, right? But he goes toe to toe. Carrie Elwes does. Um, he has that perfect mix of kick ass and comedic timing. That that uh, I don't know. He, he's just fucking awesome. He's charismatic, um, and I was really surprised, man, that you know, like. He never became an A-lister after this. Like he kind of, you know, he did some things, but I figured this kind of role would catapult him into some really big stuff. I, I I'd be, actually be curious mm-hmm. to see if there was any roadblocks that kind of stopped him, you Man know, from moving forward. But uh, Matt Tights is good. I like you. No, I like Matt Tights. I'm just saying, like, I think he got like kind of tight typecast because that Robin Hood character he plays a lot, sort of like Wesley in a way. So like, I think that people were just like. He can only play one kind of thing. Yeah, but I was I was impressed with Carrie Elwes, yes. so um, really really liked his performance. So that takes us to best scene. Best scene, fuck. I mean, the powerhouse courthouse scene, a few good men, a fake orgasm, uh, running from the train. These go to eleven. <laughs> and I'm going Dread Pirate Robertson and Digo's sword fight. Um, that great. scene that. always captivates me. It's it's something that like you get to start to learn about Dread Pirate Roberts a little bit. You learn all of Indigo's kind of backstory going yeah. into it. Uh, it's a great fucking fight that they're having, and they both do the whole left hand switching over to the right yeah. hand thing. Uh, there's fucking acrobatics. They're like throwing swords in the air and catching it, yeah. and doing fucking flips off of bars and shit. Like, just a fucking cool scene. Like even beforehand when he's like Indigo's trying to go over the, the honor, and he's like. Uh, you know, I'm kind of in a hurry. Do you mind speeding yeah. things up? And he's like, well, I mean, you could throw the rope down to me. <laughs> and, like, he's like, but, you know, you wouldn't do that. And they just have this, like, great banter yeah. with each other. And then it turns into a fucking great sword fight that gets even better when they both reveal that they're not left-handed. So fucking <laughs> awesome. Uh, those are all literally on my list here. Should be. Of, of yeah. the, the best scenes from each movie were... Um, and I'm going to use my other tie because <gasps> I used one, so I might as well might use another one. Sure, yeah. Um, and I, I mean, these are just opinion. So this just comes down to what I enjoyed the most. And that's a tie between uh, Stand By Me, the scene where uh, Chris is comforting Gordy mm-hmm. um, when he's having his breakdown about his father and his brother and, you know, and Gord and. Chris is there to comfort him mm-hmm. and tell him, he, you know, he's worth something. Mm-hmm. You know, you know that's a, a, an amazing scene there. And then with uh, you mentioned it in your little <laughs> quote there, Spinal Tap, the guitar collection scene. <laughs> I love everything from the start to the finish of that scene when he's like pointing at the guitar, like, you can't touch that one. And then they yeah, go, never, and then, never touch it. And then the sustain, and then, <laughs> never been played. And then never it's never been played. played. Uh, and then they get to the amp, and this, they go to 11, like... And his, he's showing off his shirt with his, yeah. his <laughs> structure and his blood is green. It's like it was actually green. Like, no, it's not green. I like green. Uh, it's, it's hilarious. So I'm going to do a tie between those two. Nice. How many people use their ties tonight? I have not used any, but I have one coming up and one that could potentially happen. So you use your ties? So did you, yeah. Do you use any? I do not use yeah. my ties. So you and I have three pointers. Yeah, that's it. Nice. 
All it right. was tough because I had I had the diner orgasm, I had the final courtroom scene, and I had the duel, you know, fence duel. I'm like, yeah. yeah, I don't know how I narrowed this down. So, the, you know what? Like, and and I I already kind of talked about it before. When I talked about my favorite quote or whatever. But the, but that scene, like the death of Count Rugen or whatever in uh, Princess Bride, is like one of my favorite fucking scenes in the movie. You know what I mean? Where you know, he's, he chases him down the stairs, he fucking, he hits him in the gut with a knife, you know what I mean? And he's like gloating and be like, mm-hmm. you know, you chased me your entire life only to fail now. Like, that's mm-hmm. the saddest thing I've ever heard, you know? And then as, you know, he's getting his strength back and he, and he, and he fends him off and he, you know, he's like, oh, my father back, you son. That, that is fucking yeah, that's gold, good. man. Yeah. Like, I love that. If it were just that scene in the movie that I loved, it would still be my fucking favorite movie in this marathon. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's my that's my favorite scene, man. Nice. Right, I don't have too much to say here. You guys have seen it a thousand times, man. But it's you can't handle the truth. <laughs> Just seeing Colonel Jessup get baited, mm-hmm. all right, yeah, for yeah, a yeah. few minutes there, right, back and forth, get baited and break on the stand mm-hmm. is so satisfying. Mm-hmm. This bastard finally breaks, and you can just see um, Tom Cruise's character just prodding and yeah, poking, yeah, yeah. and he's got this master plan. He's going to break him. He's going to break him, and he does. And when he does, man, it's awesome. So I'm going with the uh, the courtroom meltdown <clears throat> is where I'm going. And he mentions that earlier in the film, too, doesn't he? He's like, that's kind of his plan. Yeah, like, it, it's a plan. He's going to get him to admit it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But when, actually... he, when he asked for the papers in the beginning, like he didn't want those papers. He was yeah. just... Yeah. Testing him to see how he was going to react to yeah. that kind of a question. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, that's a great build to that scene. Yep. Yeah, where like then finally, but even in that scene, there's I was like, holy shit, he actually yeah. did it. He yeah, actually just came out. He and just, set he just him. interviewed yeah. it out. Right. Yeah. He doesn't. He doesn't like, stop. He just yeah. keeps like, on going. Man. <laughs> all just like, okay, take him away. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. yeah. So good. Um, so that takes us to um, defining, defining moment. moment. Well, uh, um, I'm sticking with Princess Bride here. It's 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 one of those things that just lasts with you, and it's it's the line, "My name is Indigo Montoya. You kill my father, prepare to die." And it's it's said in so many ways, and it's like said as like, "Oh, this is my backstory," and it's like, "This is where my future's going. This is where mm-hmm. I am now. Like, this is why I've spent my whole life doing. Like, I've trained to be an expert swordsman so I can kill one fucking man." And yeah. Like, it does come down. It's that it's that yeah. sword fight scene that you talked about as your best scene. Like, that's the defining moment for me. Is that you know. Give me back my father, you son of a bitch. And yeah. It's just like so fucking gut wrenching when he says it, and like that's his release. He finally like the music like, swells. That whole like, thing yeah. he's worked his whole life for finally happens, and then you know it's you know where does he fucking go from there? Yeah. But that's in that moment he's getting exactly what he wants, and love it. It's so satisfying. It yeah. is. It's fulfilling for the viewer and for him. Uh, this one came pretty quick to me. I think when I just sat and thought about this whole marathon mm-hmm. and the, the image that just kept popping back up into my head was four kids walking down the train tracks cool. on an adventure and just how uh kind of simple that is like you said it's like it could be something that kids would do in the summer mm-hmm. like hey we don't know what we're doing but let's just go find this thing out there and like I said oh we don't have enough money how are we gonna figure it out and they just figure it out and uh, whether it's like I said, the slow scenes when they're walking down the tracks and talking to each other, or when they're getting ch- chased by the train and almost dying, <clears throat> it just sets the stage for just a wonderful adventure of these kids and growing up. And so it just kept coming back to me. So I went with that one. I'm gonna piggyback off that a little yeah. bit. Uh, I, it's it's I don't know if it's the last line of the film or but it's it's just that you know I I never oh what the fuck I never had any friends later on like the ones I had when I was 12. Yeah, you know, like Jesus, Jesus does does anyone you know like. That's that fucking hits me right in the shit. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> no, because it really. You know what I mean? Like, it's I don't it's like any of you guys. 
If we were twelve, we'd be having yeah, a good time. Right, but I'm not having yeah. fun. No, no, but no, but but really though, like it, it, shit's not the same anymore. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like in a, in a in a you know, it's yeah. like life's it's, cool, but it's a lot more carefree in the summers when you're kids. Right, you mm-hmm. do whatever yeah. you want to do. Yeah, like go find it. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Why that's the defining moment, but the defining moment is just. It's just that thing that that sticks with you. You know what I mean? It could be the poster, or it could be the soundtrack, or whatever. But like for me, that, that that's nostalgic what it was. Just feeling that... of your like actual childhood, right? Like, exactly. like and, and this movie hits that. Like it does a really good job, better than a lot of movies do. Where like you're actually kind of just like, man, I I remember yeah. times like that. I remember like sure. little fucking stupid shit back in the days. That mm-hmm. we All right, guys. So I'm prepared to take some heat for this one. So I'm gonna mm-hmm. say something and then I'll pause. <laughs> Are you just gonna blow smoke up Jessup's ass again? Like <laughs> rubber chicken. What? Whoa, what? Y'all need rubber chicken a defining moment. No, that's what I'm saying. Oh. I'm going with rubber chicken. There was no defining moment for me. How could there be no defining so moment? So listen, I went back to that. So out of this uh, marathon, I enjoyed all the movies. I enjoyed them, okay? But uh, looking back to all my uh, my previous awards, you know, I was like, mm-hmm. you know, there was a... Uh, there was no Bond theme. There's no Rocky montage. There's no seven, you know, pace palm kill from our martial arts thing that we just did. There's no psycho shower scene. There's no yippee ki motherfucker. There's, if there's something that's missing, I enjoyed all these movies, but there was nothing that was like, after I'm over, there was not that image or poster or soundtrack. There's a lot of things I liked. I really did like these movies, but there's nothing that stood out for me as a defining moment. There's nothing. And I thought long and hard on this because I didn't want to come to the table with a rubber chicken for a defining moment. I think it might be the first, but there was yeah. just nothing. You almost um, influenced another award tonight, Kyle. It was the Antigua Montoya, you know, you mm-hmm. kill my father, prepare to die. Maybe I could go with that route, but, uh, you know, another big reveal tonight. I'm not a huge Princess Bride fan, you know? And um, so I don't feel comfortable going there. I like that quote, but I like that quote probably as, as you know about as much as I like a lot of other quotes. But yeah, there's just not that mm, you know that thing that you walk away from like a fucking like I said like a Bond theme, a Rocky montage, something like that where you're just like that's the fucking Rob Reiner marathon. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's just not a just didn't do it for me, man. So I had to be honest with myself, man. So I mean, I, yeah, I can yeah. see that. So I mean, what? they're all very different types of movies, so it's yeah. not like you're picking like a common thread and like oh right. this one of that common thread sticks out to me or something. Yeah. So, yeah, I like the image of the kids. I mean, that's cool. I mean, I could possibly go that way, but I really just didn't just don't feel it, man. So what is it? What does the rubber chicken go to? Though? No, no points given, no points received. Okay, just nothing. Okay, just so. as the category itself, you're just giving the <laughs> whole yeah, category of chicken. chicken. Yeah. Gotcha. All right, up next is best director. Um, and I'm going to give it to Rob Reiner, and I, I don't mean that as a joke. I'm using this as my tie, and it's going to all these movies. Um, you every, can tie all of them? Yeah, I'm giving this whole category a straight-up fucking tie. Well, you can't give all every movie a point, Fuck though. that. Oh, that's right. Only, yeah, you only get two points. You only get two. Mm-hmm. One uh, of them can't be tied. Wait. Two of them can't be tied. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The benefits get, of a yeah. public education. Yeah, you get three. <laughs> two okay, of so them can't be tied. Do you want to explain real quick in case some, we have some new listeners that they might yeah, be like, what the fuck so are they talking you, about right now? You can, okay, so there are five movies. You can you can have two ties. in the, So basically you get two points, two extra points that you can assign, okay? You can have two two ties, like two different categories, or you could tie, let's say, three films for one category, mm-hmm. okay? Um, if you don't use any of your points that gets rolled into the end on best pictures. So, like, I don't have any ties, so my best pictures were three points. Mm-hmm. That makes sense? Mm-hmm. Am I said yeah, right? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, you can tie them, but you there are two that you can't tie. It's a three-way tie, not a five-way. I hope the scores aren't influencing you here. Uh, man, they're, they're not. I He's got the job of yeah, being oh, the score. Oh, official score He's messing with the so, numbers. Yeah, now. yeah. I'm with my numbers. This, this yeah, be, but you're the only one that knows what the numbers are. This will, yeah, this will be one of those uh, those episodes that changes the rules. 
You're like the raptor Nor- in Jurassic Park. Well. <laughs> Holes Clever in the fence. Girl. Normally it's Brad makes up shit on the floor. Yeah. Holes in the fence. Clever girl. Yeah. Which is Clever girl. Gonna I thought I had all the holes stilled, man. Yeah. <laughs> Keeps testing it. Come back come back to me then. Well, I want Princess Bride to win. So we're going to make it happen. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, mine was pretty easy. And I went with Rob Reiner for Stand By Me for what he was able to get out of these four kids. Um, how at easy put them how confident he made them this is Jerry O'Connell's first film he ever did <laughs> like <laughs> you know and he, he's he's solid in it he's, he's good um, and and I don't know maybe it's just because of in retrospect but like there's so much talent I think in this like River Phoenix Corey mm-hmm. Feldman Will Wheaton Jerry O'Connell uh, Kiefer Sutherland Kiefer Sutherland John Cusack and then uh, the dead body. The dead body is <laughs> fantastic. He does a great job. And then uh, Richard Dreyfuss. Richard Dreyfuss. It's like holy crap! There's a lot of good actors in this movie. Um, and so yeah, I just I mean just to be able to put that on screen and and like I said, get these kids to just play off each other and get comfortable where they can have some of those heavier scenes um, was was just really impressive. Uh, all the other ones obviously are great, but. I don't know. I think that's just like you said before. You, you, when you watch some movies with kids, it's just it's just a kid actor, and you're like, okay, let's get through this. Yeah. But this, but this, I, I don't mind spending an hour and a half or whatever more with with them because they're it's just so impressive to be around. So yeah. <clears throat> like I think it's I think it's cool that Rob Reiner like whatever got them high and laid or whatever. But like, <laughs> but like, um, <laughs> taught him how to trash hotel. I think b- best. For me, I think the best director is, is with Spinal Tap, and it it, I, it goes back to the, you know the, being involved in the soundtrack and then having the friendship with these guys and like and really it's that kind of minimalistic direction which I think is what I like about it where it's just like you know I I trust you guys enough to just like do do your own thing and and it's I, this was one of the first like kind of mockumentaries really I, yeah. 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 yeah yeah I mean so that's brilliant too just like hey we're just gonna shoot this like a documentary. Just make it all up. Right. Just go with it. And, I, yeah, and that's, like you said, put, put the trust in those guys to be able to do it. Like, right. That's impressive. I feel like with, with, um, with, uh, this is Spinal Tap, and I also think so with, um, Princess Bride. I just, like, I really feel like everyone's just having fun. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I, I, I you can that, tie. I think that trend, I'm not tying. Don't be like <laughs> that. I see what you're doing. Um, no, I just, I, I really, I appreciate when you can watch, I, I feel the same way when you watch like the Lego movie, uh-huh. you know what I mean, like I feel like, I feel like everyone's just having a blast, you know what I mean, and, I, and it really translates to the audience, I think, and, it, and you share that with them, and uh, yeah, so for me, it was, this is Spinal Tap, I think, the, the the minimal kind of direction, I think is really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, that, that's, I think that's what I'm going to end up going with, is Spinal Tap, I'm um, oh, not cool. going to tie anything, I think it's, it was his first feature film, he had done some TV mm. and like shorts and stuff, but like. This was his first movie, and it's pretty fucking ambitious to invent your own genre. <laughs> yeah, 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 and and do it well, and be the staple that mm-hmm. you're st- you still you still use this like as your template to like since movies ever since and, and fucking TV shows like The mm-hmm. Office and all that like yeah it happened because yeah. this is Spinal Tap happened, and he was a part of the writing you know crew for you know whatever a little bit of writing was there, but like yeah, it feels. Like a documentary. If you didn't know all these guys were actors and that Spinal Tap was a fake made up thing and you watched this, 
You could totally be convinced that, like, this is just a real group of stupid I mean, except for the metal. fucking spontaneous combustion. Sure, shit. Right, sure. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, there's, like, like, ridiculous shit in it, but, like, you could almost, like, people believe that Spinal Tap sure. was a real band then. Yeah. So, like, yeah, I, I'm going to give it to that, just because it's so ambitious. It was the first of its kind. It was his first feature-length film. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so have you used any ties yet, then? No. So you're going for the three-pointer, aren't you? Maybe. We'll see on my oh. next category. Okay. Ooh. So, um... <laughs> Again, I'm not a fan of this film, but I want to give credit where credit's due, and uh, I'm going with Rob Reiner for Spinal Tap. Um, In the opening credits, uh, Marty, who was played by Mm -hmm. Rob Reiner, he has a great quote. He says, I wanted to capture the sights, the sounds, the smells of a hard-working rock band on the road, and I got that. I got Mm. more. Mm -hmm. A lot more. Uh, So again, I'm not a fan, but I think he captured the life of a rock band, you know? Yeah. after the film opened, people thought this shit was real, okay? Mm-hmm. And again, so with me, I don't care for the film too much because I don't give a shit about these people. I don't even know them. I just like, a, just it could be any documentary on TV. I, I just don't give a shit. But, you know, uh, when uh, the, uh, like, look at Ozzy Osbourne. And fucking Ozzy Osbourne came out and said that uh, he thought it was a real fucking documentary. You know, it's one of, <laughs> of the course first Ozzy things. thought it was a real fucking documentary. <laughs> but you even brought it up earlier. You two, right. Guitars the Edge, said, I didn't laugh. I wept. It was so close to the truth. <laughs> oh, you yeah. You know? And so I, people thought this shit was real. I can't get over that. It's yeah. crazy, you know? And then um, being one of the first mockumentaries, you know, creating a genre of film. You know, and I'm a fan of guerrilla filmmaking, man. I mean, he made this entire film in L.A., shot it within five weeks. I mean, that's fucking impressive, especially with the set design, um, ab-libbing, you know. A bunch just, of cool cameos, like just getting all your friends to just fucking like jump Billy Crystal's in it. Yeah. Like Dana Carvey's in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. not a fan, but <laughs> I think that Rob Reiner created a very unique movie. Mm-hmm. So, I'll give him some love for that. So, nice. I think he deserves that acknowledgement. Nice. Now we have our wild card. Now, gentlemen. I thought Worst Picture was next. Oh, yeah, yeah Worst, worst picture. picture. You're right, your Worst Picture. He's too busy. I, I got, with the points I keep, I keep forgetting <laughs> to flip these on my spreadsheet because we did that. Um, my Worst Picture is A Few Good Men. Um, and it's not because it's a bad film in any way whatsoever. It's just, it's got parts where it drags. Uh, like you've said, Jessup is incredible and you want to fast forward to those scenes yeah. and you could really care less about some of the other shit. And and Demi Moore and Tom Cruise, they don't fuck. Yeah. yeah no, why, like, why is she, she even a woman? Yeah, yeah. Why is she even a woman? <laughs> like, no. Uh, she's fantastic in it. He's fantastic in it. Like, everyone that's in this to movie. To be fair, he was representing the, the script, the character. Like, why does she right. have to oh, be a woman? Oh, yeah. Right. No, no. Not I, just, why is she a woman if she's not getting <laughs> no, no, fucked? I yeah. understand. <laughs> First of all, I understand. Okay, that. I just want to make sure <laughs> it wasn't second, clear. Second, we've already said that okay. this is like, you know. Yes. I you just, can say shit like that here. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know it was clear when Brad said it. Like, it was in the script. It's like, why is she being written as a woman then? Yes. No, no, thank you. Yes. Got it. Um, but yeah it's 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 a lot it's a heavy dialogue movie which you know works for courtroom dramas and stuff but like it can like just bog it down a little bit and I I think it gets there when Nicholson's not there so yeah Uh, I'm gonna echo the same stuff Uh, if you said hey let's watch Princess Bride like alright you know stand with me okay Spinal Tap yeah definitely Fugue Men eh you know like you said honestly it comes down to let's, let's watch Jack Nicholson scenes the rest is like uh, a TV legal drama. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah, I get sick it's of seeing okay. Tom Cruise hold his fucking Playing baseball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, yeah. I did, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it, a lot of the other stuff just kind of drug a little bit to me. It's got, like you said, good dialogue, but honestly, it's just not one I'm probably going to come back to. Even yeah. Hermit Sally, like, yeah, it's a great romantic comedy. Sure, I'll watch that. But this one, like, it's just not one I'm going to come back to very much. Um, 
I would just YouTube Jack Nicholson scenes if I wanted to. But so, few good men. I, you know what? Like I actually, as I was watching this, and 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 for a while, it was my that was my best picture was a few good men. I, I actually feel like, in terms of being like a a movie, you know what I mean? I think it's well shot. I think mm-hmm. it's well acted. I think like. I think it might be the yeah. like technically the best film. If you like, I mean, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, but no, like, I'm oh, yeah, no, and it's cool. No, this is one of those um, marathons though where yeah. there isn't like clear like this yeah. movie was shit. Right? Yeah, yeah it's not like yeah, it's, not, it's not like you're that. not giving it to it because I think it's bad. It's yeah. just it just fell yeah. right. I, I, I like so my worst picture stand by me. I don't hate it. Right. I don't. I you know I I like the film. I think. If I had to pick a reason why, you know, like the, everything, like with the villain, with fucking Ace or whatever, like what the fuck? How does that resolve? You know what I mean? Like they go back to town and then Stand by Me is a classic, man. Okay, it's all are. I'm just kidding. no, no, no. You and I are gonna be in different boats, but in the same water. Okay. <laughs> I just, I, I just, I, I, I like it just fine, and I, I, I do really enjoy it. I just like, like that irritates me. Like I don't know how does that get resolved? Whatever happens to Ace, like. Right. I mean, he just says, I'm going to fucking kill you. You know what I mean? Like, we get back to town, you're fucking dead. Clearly, he doesn't die because he's narrating it from, like, fucking 30 years in the future. Right. But, I mean, like, whatever. I don't know, whatever. <laughs> um, anyway, stand by me. Go ahead. Brad? <laughs> All right. Uh, worst picture for me was Spinal Tap, man. I just don't care. I do not care about a fake rock band who doesn't come off like a fake rock band. So, there's moments that I'm intrigued, <laughs> and then I'm just like... Well, actually, I don't give a fuck about any of these people. They're they're fake, and then you know, I I don't know. I just all don't. The characters it's, are fake in these movies. All the <laughs> I, I, I know, but then I feel like they're not fake. I feel like it's supposed to be a real rock band on there, and I'm not into the culture. I'm not into rock music. It's just so I'm here watching this entire movie that I don't even know why it exists. You know, mockumentaries. I haven't seen a good one that I like. It, uh, Bob Roberts. I'm not a big fan. I was oh. really surprised you didn't care for this because you didn't like Bob Roberts that much. I love this, Final Tap. Yeah, it's kind of confusing why, because it has that same... Would you say Bob Roberts kind of feels like Spinal Tap, in a way? You're a big Bob Roberts I watched 20 minutes. Bob Roberts is a mockumentary the same way. I know that it's a mockumentary, but it's a completely different genre. I mean, it's a mockumentary, but it's like... They're both comedies. I watched 20 minutes of Bob Roberts, and I couldn't get through anymore. Yeah, one's a goofball comedy. It reminded me of Bob Roberts, but they're both comedies. They're both mockumentaries, so I don't know why it's that far off for you, of that comparison, but... Um, I don't know. I don't it's, know. Just, it's just how well crafted they are. Like, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Are we doing the shadows as a mockumentary? Is yeah. that like the same vein to you? Actually, I like. So I, yeah, I like that. Yeah. I, th- okay. I thought that was that was good. The comedy hit me there. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. This the comedy's lost on me. Yeah. You know, I just don't care about this fake rock band. In the story. No, and and that's fair. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm just, I'm learning, I'm slowly learning about you (laughs) that you don't give a fuck about. Like, so, like, I like fucking Velvet Goldmine doesn't do shit for you and fucking, uh, this doesn't. What? What? Uh, fucking shit that I like. What do I like? Uh, fucking. What do I like? Uh, <laughs> guys, tell me what I like. What was the fucking? Uh, what was the other one? Uh, Hedvig didn't like Hedvig. Uh, oh, but I, you know what I did like? What? Kill Bill. Yeah. Shiny. No, no, no. But what I'm martial like, arts. Music, I, musically, he's saying. Okay. No, but like yeah. so, so like next, I've I've often, and in fact, it was gonna be my first Pantheon animation. I want to do the wall, and I just feel like yeah. fuck. He's just gonna shit on the wall, and like I want to do it so <laughs> bad. Hey, I'm only one guy, bro. Yeah. Yeah, I know, but you can only get. Is there a, is there like a music based movie that you can think of that you enjoy? Um, it's been a long time. Singing so. in the rain. Yes, yeah, <laughs> so no, I lo- singing no. in the rain. Singing yeah. in the rain. I loved. Um, I like. Uh, but I mean, like based around a uh, an artist, like a group right. or a musician or something like, like that. the Doors. 
Uh, yeah, the again, doors, do you uh, like the doors? I haven't seen the doors yeah. in so long, I can't even tell you what I think I of mean, the doors. Dude, it's a, that's a fucking good movie. Dude. But if, if I were just well, talking... No, well, like you do like uh, Straight Outta Compton. Yeah, I oh, like, yeah. Straight, I like Straight Outta Compton, yeah. but I mean, yeah. that's kind of like some genres that I like and grew up on. But yeah. if, So outside right. my, my comfort zone... Yeah. Um, you know, not saying Pantheon or anything, just yeah, movies yeah. that I enjoy. Like I enjoy Walk the Line. I enjoy Ray. Yeah. I my yeah. favorite movie two years ago, a movie that you don't like at all, was La La Land. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. a huge Moulin Rouge fan. You oh, know, yeah. so it's well, there. I true. just uh, I don't care for genre. this. Yeah, the 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 joke is lost on me. Gotcha. The joke is lost okay. on me. So, gotcha. um, that takes us to Wild Card. All right, guys. I had a lot of fun coming up with this category specifically because he's been hyping the shit. For I've been like hyping this to Nathan at work, <laughs> so I have not picked a winner for this because you guys are going to pick the winner in this category. For I'm me. so excited. Okay? Okay, I want to know what happened. This is so huge. This could come down. This could come down to a tie if you guys can't agree, okay. or if you guys can come to a unanimous decision, then it'll be that. Okay. Okay. Interesting. So my category. Last time I did something kind of off the wall. I was just, what movie would I like to see Steve Buscemi in? Yeah. Sure. This time I was like, I want to up that a little bit. I wanted to come up with, if you didn't know what these movie was, and your mom was trying to explain them to you, and she knows nothing about celebrities. So she's going to name a celebrity in these movies. It's not the real celebrity. And you just want you to know which one you think would be the funniest thing for her to say at you. Does this make sense? Not, not at all, but good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so like, I'm kind of lost. Example. So if you're like, your mom had seen Titanic, she's like, oh, it's that movie with... With Leonard DiTostio and like just stupid names. Okay. Stupid okay. names. Okay. Okay. So yeah. which is the which is the stupidest thing that she Mandy can say? Pistin- <laughs> Wait, <I'm not> <laughs> Sandy Sandy Placenta. Sandy Placenta. <laughs> I wish I'd written that, but I did not. All right. It's the, it's the the rock and roll movie with Harvey Scissors. Does he talk right. like this at work? <laughs> no. <laughs> I find this funny. I don't give a shit about you guys. It's the, the little the little Venus River. What's his name? What the fuck are you talking about? Is he okay? Is he having a stroke? This is a live coverage of a stroke. We can take a break. We're going to pause and make sure Kyle gets the American. The movie, the guy's a pirate and he fights Hulk Hogan. So, what do you want me to do? So, you want me to pick which movie I would want to watch based on my mom's horrible suggestion? Am I supposed to guess the actor? Wait, what? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> He's completely lost. So, well, you upped yourself, buddy. All right. So yeah, you really really Gather your I think thoughts. That's, I think that's literally really not working. Gather your thoughts. Marshall, where are you going? <laughs> uh, again, this is the, really the first time I've done a marathon, so I don't know if wild cards are in verses. Are they in verses? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I don't are they? remember. Yeah. Oh, that's when it started. Yep. I don't remember what mine was then, because I was like, I don't know what to do for wild card. So uh, the best I could come up with was the best improvisation. Ooh, nice. Ooh, I almost Lord. did that. That yeah. was in my notes. Uh, and so that went to Spinal Tap because the whole fucking movie's that improvisation. Uh, <laughs> there's a little Oof. improvisation in Harry Met Sally and whatnot yeah. and probably in Princess Bride. Um, but since it's almost the entire movie is just them winging it, uh, I gave it to Spinal Tap. So Right on. Are, are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm still okay. working on it. Um, Oh, so Megan so I, Randy. I, <laughs> God damn it. So I went with best on-set flatulence. Right? Oh, there we go. And I, went with, I had to go Andre the Giant, Princess Bride. So, like, this dude is a fucking legend, okay? Like, apparently, let out a 16-second-long fart that brought production to a standstill, right? And, like... Like, nobody's saying shit. 
Like, 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 imagine you're on set and Andre the Giant, 16, you want to fucking count we out should, 16 we seconds? We should be and silent just, for 16 know, seconds and just, so people can understand and that's how long how, Yeah, and that's how long it is. That's crazy. But, but, and like, and so nobody says anything. <laughs> Rob Reiner breaks the silence, right? And he's like, all right, Andre, are you, are you okay? <laughs> and he says, I am now boss. <laughs> I am now boss. I am now boss. Wow. Dude, I don't care. That this it's not a Princess Bride thing. <laughs> that could have been anybody. If Meg Ryan had done a 16 second fart, yeah, right, and then, <laughs> and then Harry met Sally, and it brought production. If if fucking if you know anybody, whoever did that would be a fucking legend, and they deserve a wild card point. But, we, but because it's Andre the Giant, it just makes it that it just adds to the the mythos, right, of like of the the mythology of the character. Don't look at me like that. No, I, no, I like it. I'm just listening. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, that's... I hadn't. I had never heard this story before. You hadn't heard no, that. I think my it's brother a fun mentioned story. it briefly to me, and I was trying to come up with my "what the fuck." She's like, "What about Andre Jones fart?" I'm like, "I don't even know what that is." If I'm oh, looking man. at you weird, I'm, I'm like, I'm listening to you, can you know, like listening, but then but I'm also still head, trying to like, figure what out what the fuck's, fuck's going on here. <laughs> okay, so I got a lot of things going on. <laughs> no, like, so I Ted Cruz. It's the Corn documentary with Ted Cruz. Um... Oh, uh, nobody wants to see that. Um, that one's right out. I remember the first time—the first time I saw, or not the first time I saw *Princess Bride*, but the first time I watched it with like my kids. Uh-huh. And uh, I was just talking to to Harvey. He was must have been like four, you know, and been like, he, you know, he was like, yeah, he's really big. And I was like, you know, he's he's a giant. And he was like, he's a, he's a giant. I was like, yeah, his name's Andre the Giant. That's uh-huh. what they, and he's like. And he's like, is he still alive? And I was like, no, man, he died. You know, and then, it was like, are there any more giants? I was like, no, son. That was the last, last giant. Yeah, one. yeah, he was the last one. Wow, and that's, awesome. that's cool. Just, that's just cool. fucking like just the wonderment in yeah. like a kid's eyes about you know. And it just brought me back to when I was a kid. Just watching him wrestle. You know what I mean? And just like I don't know. There's something. And just to know that that guy did a 16 second long fart <laughs> that like that they still talk about today in interviews. That's it's incredible. And you know, I'm really <laughs> thinking about something here. I'm thinking about because I can change any of my, you know, uh, my my idols before I leave the room. Yeah. Um, I'm really thinking about going back and changing my defining moment because yeah. uh, the defining moment. There's something I love, and it's and I'm not a big Princess Bride fan, guys, but I love fucking Andre the Giant. Oh, yeah. yeah. Andre the Giant, if I put that up next to, you know, like, Gibby Kaye, Rocky Montage, Andre the Giant, like, I love, and there's not anything really specific, it's like, every time he's on screen, I'm happy. I'm just happy. Mm-hmm. You know, exactly. That's exactly, there's no other way to describe yeah. it. Like, I'm Go ahead and change that. I'm gonna, instead Andre of Rubber Chicken, I'm going Princess Bride, just Andre Whoa, the Giant. Whoa, okay. Was, was he moment. in any other films? Did he do Not that I'm aware of. Uh, I think he did, like, small stuff. Like, yeah. nothing. Yeah. It's really cool. Like, that guy. Can act like I don't even know if he's acting. He was just being Andre the Giant. Yeah, but like I, I love seeing him, man. He just oh yeah, he just, just makes me happy. Makes you, makes you. Not my fault. I'm the biggest and the strongest. Yeah. <laughs> just I don't know. I could kill you if you'd like. I could kill you if you'd like. <laughs> <laughs> It helps that he's got great lines. Great yeah, lines. He, he really does. It's... Only doggy pub. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm. Awesome. I'll, I'll do my category. Okay, I came okay. up with it. So. <laughs> I just, this is on the fly. So, uh, movie that's most difficult to jerk off to. Ooh. So. Okay. <laughs> well, Sam might be just a bunch well, of yeah. kids. Yeah. <laughs> so, super easy to jerk off to. Then, Princess Bride, you've got Andre the Giant. Thinking about that fart definitely gets you going. I mean, Harry Met Sally, orgasm scene. Obviously, Billy so Crystal's looking us? good in it. This no, is the, no, this is just me. I'm just going to fuck it. You're saying it's the easiest to jerk off to or the most difficult most to jerk off to? Jerk I was going to say, the easiest for me to jerk off is Spinal Tap. I don't give a fuck. I actually think I actually... I think I might have jerked off during Spinal Tap because I was so bored. I was just on the couch at like midnight. I was like, fuck this. 
That's, that's <laughs> I mean, sure. It, let's not. 80s Fran Drescher's got it going on. <laughs> Don't act like. Okay. If you mute her, you still have to mute her. Oh, yeah. She doesn't even do the accent. She doesn't even do the fucking nanny no, thing in that. Have you ever been so bored with the movie you started jacking off? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Half of season two. Oh, half of season two. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, I might have blacked out during Master and Commander. Like, what, water island? Okay. Oh, water oh, island. Yeah, okay. What are you not jerking off to? The most difficult to me is a few good men, because I would, like, start to get to the vinegar strokes, and then, like, Jack Jackson's like, you can't handle the truth! You need me on that wall! And I'm just like, you're right. What's you know, the vinegar strokes? And we're, like, really close to coming. You're, like, right towards the, the end. vinegar strokes? Because it's like you're smelling vinegar. Like, what? What? <laughs> I mean, I heard this. I have never smelled sense. vinegar when I've come. No, <laughs> well, you would smell vinegar. It's like your face it looks like it's smelling vinegar. What? <laughs> what? All right, oh, Jesus Christ! Okay, Be a good man's the hardest to jerk off to, in my opinion. What's your What's your hardest one to jerk off to? <laughs> I guess same. I mean, same. I mean, because yeah, you're like twelve year old boys. boys and a dead body and a dead, and a dead body. body. <laughs> okay. So right, okay, I uh, the hard okay I'll play your game the hardest one I'll is play your game um, <laughs> your road um, stand by me I don't want to jerk off a uh, few good men potentially Spinal Tap I want to jerk off the entire movie um, Harry Met Sally Maybe Princess Bride yeah. you, you were talking about character I think I can cut okay Jack Nicholson's only in Few Good Men like four fucking times four mm-hmm. fucking times. I think I can come really good. In between scenes he's in there? In between, yeah. Okay. It doesn't take me that long. Like, Stand by me is your yeah. go-to? Five that's minutes. That's easy. What's the most difficult? But what's the most difficult? That's what he's saying. He's what's saying the most difficult saying. one? Oh, difficult. Yeah, yeah. Stand that's by me. Stand yeah. by me. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, It's a sweet, except for him. Kids are on screen <laughs> the whole fucking movie. I yeah. feel yeah. bad. Okay. I'm not going to... Right. No. River Phoenix died. Yeah. <laughs> you can't... Put it under the giant. What do you want? But Andre Jack's not a 12-year-old boy. Like... I want to remind you, not only does he work with kids, <laughs> oh, shit. but that I helped him get his job and now I feel fucking weird about that. Like, <laughs> oh. it's gonna this go was with, on the fly. Oh, I, well, I, we've learned a lesson not to do that. Ted anymore. Cruz. Okay. Ted Cruz. <laughs> so, um, I'm sure glad I you hyped that up for a fucking week. Jesus <laughs> Christ. It's going to be so, epic. I'm so proud of it, so now I just feel so defeated. <laughs> oh, my God. If I had to play that fucking game, it would be the one with Hulk Hogan. <laughs> the one, That's true. I guess if I had to play that Hogan, game again okay, or watch, watch Spinal Tap, I would watch Spinal <laughs> Tap. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so, um... I'm going, so my wild card, um, I was going to go with Best Misery Cameo Award, you know, because it's in Few Good Men, and it's also in, like, oh, what, yeah. um, there's another movie it's in, uh, Harry Met Sally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's actually next to a typewriter, I think, in Harry Met mm-hmm. isn't it? I think. Anyway, I was going to do Best Misery Cameo, I wanted Misery in the Marathon, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that'd be kind of a fun way to just, you know, sure. take each shit, but, uh, <laughs> so I didn't do that. But then um, I was going to go with best improv moment mm-hmm. from, you know, like when Harry Met Sally, because there's a lot of great improv mm-hmm. moments in that. I didn't mm-hmm. do that. So there's a... There's an actor that I fucking love every time I see him. I really didn't even know how much I loved him until watching this Man, marathon. <laughs> and it's um, I'm, so this award's going to when Harry met Sally, but it's Bruno Kirby, man. Oh, yeah, I fucking right, love yeah. Bruno Kirby. Um, so 
call this the Bruno Kirby Award or the Lifetime Achievement Award. Okay? <laughs> I'm gonna give him a Lifetime Achievement Award, and this goes this stems back all the way to 1973's Super Dad. Okay, he was wow. the kid. I used to watch this Dead. with my dad, you know, and so I know there was something always just fun about Bruno Kirby in that mm. movie, and then you know every once in a while you'll be doing a marathon. Actually, I think this is the first one he's been in a versus or a marathon, but Probably. whatever. I'll be I'll is. see Bruno Kirby just in like I'll be watching TV or something. Mm. He's just pops up yeah and every time he's on i just love him he's in spinal tap you know and yeah. that was my favorite oh, yeah, moments yeah. of spinal tap as the uh as the limo, limo driver, driver. a lot like it, uh, andre the giant this guy makes right. me happy it reminds mm-hmm. me of watching movies with my dad and just i don't know it's it it, it sucks too because i just found out that he died i didn't know he was mm-hmm. dead he died oh, in like 2006 of like leukemia mm-hmm. so that yeah. sucks but uh i love bruno kirby man so i'm gonna let's start looking at some of his other movies because i know he was in like uh I want to say he's in uh, City Slickers. Well, yeah, no, but no, but I think he was into some like um, uh, what's like Donnie Donnie Brasco with Johnny Depp, right? Is that, yeah, I think he's in something like that. But he had some like more mature roles, and oh. I think he's kind of ver- I think he's versatile. I could see him being kind of like a Kirby Marathon. I could up? see him in a crime film doing something. Yeah, I'd like to see him doing something else. So I'm gonna actually be looking to see if he if he did do something else. You know, because mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I just like Bruno Kirby, so I, I wanted to give start. What, City Slickers? Oh, yeah. I would actually be uh, up to watching City Slickers. I'm in that... Yeah. Uh, Fuck yes. I'm into <laughs> that Bruno Kirby mood. I, just, I, I genuinely love seeing this guy on screen. I don't know what it is. So um, that takes us to our last category. You have anything crazy for us here? Uh, no. I'll just, <laughs> just tell you which ones I jerked off to. <laughs> okay. All the scenes, the time markers. That takes us to <laughs> Best Picture. Do you have a three-pointer here? I do, because uh, we did not end up with a tie, because you wouldn't let me do the Rob Reiner all the way Anybody else have three-pointers? Three-pointers. No, I, I ties, so. Mm-hmm. Also, us three have yeah, three. Okay, Whoa, this could really change the game. Right? So, yeah, if we don't use ties, is it our still best really picture gets three pictures. Uh, y- yes. Okay. Very, this will probably decide it right here. Oh, man. Yeah. Okay. Uh, especially with Done. ten total points coming down on this, yeah. this last mm-hmm. one. So, uh, best me. picture for me is, hands down, without a shadow of doubt, Princess Bride. Boom! Uh, <laughs> Princess Bride, top to bottom. Uh, just makes me laugh. It, it makes me just feel good. Like I watched it a shitload as a kid, and and loved it then, and I still love it as a thirty year old man now. Like it, it, I watched it four fucking times. They showed it at Flashback Cinema, and I fucking went on a Sunday night, and then I went on a Wednesday night. I saw it in theaters twice. I wanted to see in it in the last two fucking weeks because it was fucking amazing to watch it on the big screen. That's cool. Every line is so beautiful. Every performance is great. Like it's. It's a perfectly constructed fairy tale movie. Not enough said. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Um, for me, I guess if you're going nostalgia in a mm-hmm. way that I'm going nostalgia, and one that I grew up, and maybe it's because my dad, I guess, showed it to me, uh, and I've watched so many times, is Spinal Tap. I love yeah. it. I think it's hilarious. <clears throat> I I have a smile on my face from the start to finish of that movie. Yeah. There's so many. That's what made quotes so difficult. It's like <laughs> everything they say in that movie is funny yeah. to me. From like they're playing in the in the uh, military <laughs> hangar and shit like that. And like it's just trying to harmonize over Elvis's grave. Yeah, Elvis's grave. And like you said, and the limo driver just slowly <laughs> shutting it off. And like there's just so many funny moments in that movie. Um, that yeah, it, it was it was tough because you know they're all great movies and I, and I do love Princess Bride and I, I came to respect Stand By Me a lot more than I thought I was mm-hmm. going to um, and Harry Misali I hadn't seen that in a long long time it's it such a great movie but for me I just I kept coming back to Spinal Tap and I just freaking love it so 
And it, like like we've said with you know other some other categories, like it's it's the first of its genre. It they're so talented as actors mm-hmm. and musicians. It's just such a they're still churning out. Yeah, movies. it's just such a uh, a well put together to film. It's fun to watch for me. So well, we know you're not going stand by me. No, mm-hmm. unless, unless he's, where you go? Unless he's switched. I'm going. It's top to bottom, man. Spinal Tap. Oh, Princess Bride. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't. I I intentionally like. <clears throat> there were a few things that could have tied. But this is one of the few times where I really felt like I, I want the three pointer. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like it deserves it. I feel like it's that much better than the other ones. I, you know what I mean? Like if you look at the poll, I think the poll is like way out in front of Princess Bride. <laughs> like it's not mm-hmm. not even fucking yeah. close. But I mean, I grew up watching This Is Spinal Tap. I love This Is Spinal Tap. Of all the movies here, this one that Spinal Tap and Princess Bride I would watch anytime. The other ones mm-hmm. I'd have to be in a certain mood or whatever to watch. But mm-hmm. like, but Princess Bride, like I watched. I watch it tonight. I can watch it. Fuck it. I watched it last night. I can watch it again tomorrow. I mean, I'll just. I, it's a treat every time I get to see it, man. Right on. Uh, my best picture is when Harry met Sally. Um, the setting, the characters, the score. So many great moments. So many great scenes. I love the dialogue. I think it holds up beautifully. Um, I think it's what over twenty some years old now. Twenty. Well, actually, all a lot of these. Yeah. All these are. Yeah. Uh, they're all you know pretty old movies. But I think it's one of the best rom coms that I've seen. You know, again. Um, I don't know that genre as well as I should. It's, it's mm-hmm. a weak point uh, for me, but uh, it's, it's, it has to be up there. Mm-hmm. I, I've oh, seen a lot. I've seen the Sleepless think, in Seattle story of us. Right. I've, seen, I've seen rom-coms. I think I saw it's like number six on AFI's top 100. Yeah, I feel like I, I watched so an intelligent rom-com. Yeah, you know what I'm up. saying? You know, it's, it's funny because like for a long time, one of my favorite romantic comedies, and probably the only romantic comedy that I think I really enjoy is one called Dream for an Insomniac. And like, if I... Even that, like when I watched this, I was like, you know what, this fucking shits on that. You know what I mean? Like yeah, this, yeah. this honestly just shits on yeah, every, most, most of the other romantic comedies. Most I've of the times, like, like my wife's always wants to watch Story of Us and the whole movies, which is another Rob Reiner film, yeah. I think. Which uh, is, he remade it. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like the whole movie though is like them fucking yelling at each other, right? Mm-hmm. And they had good times and mm-hmm. bad times. I'm just like. I don't know. I feel like a dickhead every time I watch a, a rom com because it's right. like, why can't you be more like him? <laughs> yeah. Don't you love me? Like why can't he you does? be less like Billy Crystal? Now? I know, yeah. But this is like, I don't know. It's like an intellectual. It's 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 an intellectual movie. It's real. a fun movie. It's a real movie. It's very human. I, yeah. I don't think there's any finger pointing at just one gender. You know, it's kind of oh, yeah. like it's it's. I don't know. It's a, just a solid movie. And I think you're a man or a woman, husband and wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, they can sit down yeah. and they can and enjoy. They, and the comedy doesn't selling. feel forced. It's not a lot of, a lot of gags or anything. Yeah. It's any shit like that, mm-hmm. you know. Nothing over the top. It's just, yeah. just funny, he's, funny. He's not your Lothario man. hearts, Rob, and she's not your yeah. damsel in distress. So okay. I think it's the best out of all five of these movies. So when Harry met Sally. Um, any other comments before we take a break and count the Golden Idols? This was, like, I loved all five of these movies. I really did. Like, it, so it was a joy to watch them, but it was a fucking nightmare to try to pick these yeah, awards for yeah. like this was a, probably the hardest one for me putting my awards together I was really looking forward to this and I had no idea how difficult it was going to be to decide these categories because yeah. they were all when I went, when I watched them I was like wow these are all fantastic movies yeah. and with every, and, any marathon or versus I love knowing what my favorite movie is when you mm-hmm. ask me you know um, Miyazaki or if you mm-hmm. ask me mm-hmm. Kurosawa you know mm-hmm. so now I know what my favorite Rob Reiner mm-hmm. movie is check that box yeah. I'm good, you know. Right. Um, so, any other comments from you guys? I'm, I think well, it's surprising to me when I mentioned this early, briefly. I don't think I told you, but like, I love Princess Bride. I, I love it, and I was surprised at the end. I gave it one award. Yeah, it's yeah, just the way it divvied up. That's what's so yeah. interesting about these verses. Is like you're like, oh, I fucking love this movie, and then when you break it down by awards, you're like, oh, I like this better. I like this better. And like, right. holy shit! Oh, I, how did that happen? Yeah. Okay. But 
Yeah, so it's not an accurate representation, really, because, yeah, it's just got the one um, and a couple others that were much, much heavier, yeah. but but they're all enjoyable. And we were talking on the phone a little bit, too. It's interesting where, because nostalgia can't fuck with you. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. I could see, I'm just going And gonna, it works both ways, too, where, like, you're like, oh, man, I, I'm so nostalgic for it, I want to give it a point, and yeah. at the same time, you're like, I don't want to give it a point because I don't want nostalgia to be the well, answer. No, that's yeah. what, it's hard. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I know I gave a lot of, I gave more points to Princess Bride than anything else, but, I mean, when something is one of your favorite films, yeah. the reason it's because one of your favorite films is because it has a great villain and it has yeah. great characters and it has mm-hmm. great whatever. And so you could fill that out and it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be... And it could no. have been you know like I mean? a little like, bit of that anti-nostalgia because it's like, mm-hmm. what's the best location? Like, well, it's the swamp from, from Princess Bride is a great yeah, yeah. location or, you know, like, right. well, it went, went to Princess Bride. Yeah, but I some often, of the other ones like best villain, Humperdinck's yeah. a fun villain. And, th- like, and this yeah. is where I really yeah. try to use these awards where I'm yeah. like... Uh, you know, fuck nostalgia. Yeah, sometimes mm-hmm. it does come into play, right. especially if it's really heavy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, but I really want to know what my favorite fucking movie is, and I didn't know coming into this it was going to be a rom com. I had yeah, no sure, idea. Sure. You know, yeah. I, I haven't watched Princess Bride a long time. Spinal Tap. I tried to watch it 15 years ago. Didn't like it, but I changed a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, still felt the same way. But um, I try to come into these awards and be like, okay, teach me here. Like, what do what do I really like here? You know, it's mm-hmm. pr- pretty cool. Like, I can really say I walked away and Harry Met Sally is my favorite movie out of this marathon. So I, I, I fucking love it. It's That's like I've always said, it's it's my film school. You sure. know? So, all right. Any other comments, guys? The guys just like this marathon? Like, yeah, I, no, I, 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 together. Oh, I said earlier, I said earlier, I, there was a, even the, you know, Spinal Tap, whatever, I was expecting to hate like Few Good Men, things like yeah. that. No, I, I enjoyed watching. Mm-hmm. I think they're all pretty um, I think they're all cl- crowd pleasers to yeah. a certain extent, though. I don't think there's really anything that's like, oh, fuck, this is boring, you know? Even Few Good Men, I thought was even a lot better than what I thought it was. Like, I joked about, like, let's fast forward and get to Jack Nicholson. There's some truth to that, but for the most well, part, yeah. I even you gave Tom, Tom Cruise. Cruise. I like Tom Cruise in this yeah, more than I thought he was, you know? Movie, yeah. Yeah, it was, a, it was a, a Few Good Men's a popcorn movie. You know, yeah. and I had fun watching it. I so. like it. Yeah, I, I didn't. I, I enjoy these movies. I did like this. I wanted. I wanted to do it. I liked the baseball marathon, but I was psyched when you said it last year. It was like, mm-hmm. man, that sounds like fucking. Yeah. That sounds like a great marathon, man. Yeah. So I've been waiting for this. This so is fun. So we're not gonna have a pantheon nomination tonight. We're gonna do best. Mother fucker. That's that's an inside joke. So this one goes into the martial tournament. Martial arts tournament. Yes. What? <laughs> All right, guys. So let's take a break. We will count the golden idols, and we'll be back with the results. Oh, oh, God. Ooh, oh, God. Oh, 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 God. Oh, yeah, right there. Oh, 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 God. Oh, what she's having we are back and after counting the golden idols kyle who is the golden idol winner first let's go to the facebook polls let's and see what it. people said all right we got 
One vote for Spinal Tap, which is yes. technically zero since you're here tonight. Your vote does not count on the official Damn poll. Hell so yeah! Tap ended up with zero. The people have spoken. Uh, well, your favorite movie only got one vote. Shit! They <laughs> <laughs> have spoken again. <laughs> A few good men ended up with four. Stand by Me ended up with twenty, and Princess Bride ran away with it with thirty-five. So you think it's going to hold up similar to what the group did? Well, you said I it was no really idea. close. No, I have no it idea was, what to It was here. pretty fucking close. That last category, uh, everything was in, like, the top four within three votes of each other. So, it really came down to the last one. Um, so, in last place with nine was A Few Good Men. Okay. Acceptable. Really? Acceptable. I yeah. think I, I can see that. That was usually, last place? Usually our Because I gave it a fucking bunch. Yeah, I, I, I got a negative huh. out of me. I felt so. like it was every fucking award from Brad. No, I only no, gave it. Uh, you gave it like maybe three. Four. Yeah, they were all like four. Huh. Oh, I gave it four as well. Huh. And I gave it two. And then I gave it negative one. Oh, we're, it's yeah, funny. Okay. Like during the conversation, you think some people like yeah give, give a lot more. I'll be because yeah. I'll go back and listen when I'm editing, and I'll be like, I don't even remember him fucking saying that. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes that's good and bad. Yeah. <laughs> all right, then we've got. Let's see. In fourth place, Stand by Me with thirteen. Hmm. That was all me. Yeah, I'm a I gave it eight. Fuck it, I'm a Goonies fan, dude. It was a, Goonies came out a year before that piece of shit. <laughs> piece of shit. Good lord. <laughs> I'm just joking. I uh, like Stand by Me. Tied for second place with 14 is Spinal Tap and When Harry Met Sally. Wow. We're tied, huh? Yeah. yeah. And then at the end, uh, it had 16 before Nathan and I both gave it six points together. Uh, Princess Bride had 22 wow. to so round just, it off. And did you take off the it. What the Fucks? Or not the What yeah, the Fucks? The, 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 uh, the, the worst, I mean, Worst Picture? Worst Picture. Yeah, deducted, okay. yes. All right. So, so not a runaway. Not a runaway. Well, like, literally the last, the last category. category. Pulled away at the end there. I mean, it was at 16. What? Harry Met Sally was at 13. Stand By Me was at 13. The Spinal Tap was at 13. Wow. We had three with 13, one with 16. Going yeah. to the last run. So, I mean, if we had gone something else, yeah. it totally would have sure. been a completely yeah. different picture, if, you know. Huh. So. I thought you were going to back me up with Spinal Tap. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do. I do it. really love a Spinal Tap, dude. All right, guys. So Princess Bride mm-hmm. is the only movie that matters at this point. Does it deserve Pantheon? For any new listeners, Kyle, what is Pantheon? Pantheon is a mantle that the gods assembled for us to put our movies on that we think stand <laughs> above the rest. The movies that like might thank, not thank be. You. Might movies not be, like <laughs> Fright Night. Yes, movies like Fright Night. <laughs> some fucking how or two thousand one. I don't get it. Uh, but. Yeah, it's it's just a place where AV, our special counsel, gets to put our our two cents in and see if a film uh, stands up to the test of time, and it really resonates with us. Uh, and it's a it's a hodgepodge of movies. Go check it out on the website. I fucking love it, dude. I love Pantheon. Yeah. I was talking to a guy yesterday, and we we're looking at Denied, right? And uh, he didn't know what I vote for, what I don't vote for. You know, yeah. um, it's a guy actually I just met recently, and he looked in the Denied section, and uh, he knows that you know. Um, you know, I edit the website, you know, put Pantheon together and he goes, I like, uh, I would put Dawn of the Dead in there and I would put the wrestler mm-hmm. in Pantheon. I was like, so would I. And he goes, well, don't you run the shit? And I go, but there you go. It's not it's, one man. It's a community, you yeah. know, and uh, that's what I made it for. Did so. the wrestler not make it in? No, no it didn't. Missed by, yeah, one missed by one. But it, it's cool. Yeah, to, I, I'm, 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 that makes me happy where I can look at that and be like, yeah, I'd fucking put it in there too. You know, right. don't you run the shit? Yeah, but it's, little, yeah. it's uh, more complicated than that. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> well, that's what makes it interesting. It's not easy. It's, it's not, not easy. easy to get it's in. not easy. So, movies that no, you think will be a home run sometimes just miss, or movies that yeah. you're like, I don't know about that. Like, 
resonate yeah. with more people than you think. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some movies I've had to fight to get in there that have been denied. You and know. Some movies like Dawn of the Dead you'll never get in. <laughs> but you will go right. up three, four, five. <laughs> well, no, there's I mean like like Dawn of the Dead and then um. It, like Enter the Dragon, yeah. right? You know what and I mean. Like I, I thought Clerks was a fucking shoe in. Like I was, I was like, I thought, I thought Clerks was in in a walk. You were, <laughs> you know what I mean. And I was like, yeah. all right, I, I like Clerks. All right. yeah, and I like yeah. Clerks. So, but uh, Pantheon, <clears throat> yeah. man, House of the it's, Gods. Yeah. All right, so let's decide tonight if, um, and so this isn't the deciding factor, you know, if a movie um, gets beat, you know, someone can mm-hmm. nominate it in the future, um, or. Um, if it gets past us tonight, it still has to go in front of a council and get a two-thirds majority vote. So, um, Marshall, let's start with you. Princess Ooh. Bride. Marshall, it doesn't matter what you think because Brad's going to say no. So just fucking <laughs> just say, just say Brad well, your turn. We're basing it off that. Um, for everything it is, and I mean, sometimes I like the word nostalgic, sometimes I hate the word nostalgic because yeah. it it has different connotations. You can apply it. Oh, it's just—it's a shitty movie. You just like it because you've always liked it. Right. Um, but I've gone—I've gone back and watched things. And I'm like, oh, I love this, and then I watch it again. I'm like, oh, why did I ever yeah, like that? Right. Exactly. That didn't happen with me here. Uh, yeah, and it, and and I think for a lot of people, it doesn't happen with Princess Bride. It's 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 a fun, solid, well-made movie. Great characters, great dialogue. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I would love to see the council review this and and, and give it a chance. So yes. I'm gonna say yeah. Nathan? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think that it's... I mean, this and, like, um, Spirited Away, I think, are, like, the two closest films that I can think of to, like, a, like a, like a real fairy tale. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And I, I think that's... I just think it's really special, man. It's a special movie to me, and it's not... I mean, even just... I think it's a well-made movie. It's, you know, I, I think it resonates well with, with people, with audiences. Like, it blew away everything in the poll, right? Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, I'd like to see us vote on it for sure. Go. It's a hands down yes for me. Uh, it's it's a five star film. Uh, it, it honestly brings a smile to my face from the moment it hits to the the moment it, it reaches the end. It's fantastic acting. There's a solid score. It's funny. It's emotional. Uh, just all around amazing. When you can watch a movie as a kid and feel the same feelings you feel for it, right. you know, fifteen, twenty, thirty years later. And, and still have those same like raw emotions when you're watching it. Absolutely wonderful. And, and I'll remind you, Brad, that it does have Chris Sarandon in it. Yeah. yeah who, who you might know. Who's from, already a Pantheon actor. That's yeah. right. Who you might know from Kyle. Who is it? What is it? Uh, was it? Fright Night. Uh, Fright, Fright Night. That's oh, right. That's three. <laughs> <laughs> that's three. All right, guys. Now, and also I, remember, when we did Indiana Jones, mm-hmm. I kicked a little movie up that you know I was really hesitant on at your behestment. Yeah. So I, you said, I, you've I'll always said that you owed me one. So. Oh, you owe him one? Uh-huh. I, do you always, always you always said that you do owe me one for Indiana Jones? I'll use some of Brad's logic and like show me a better fairy tale movie right now. Uh, oh it's, shit! It's the best of its genre, and I don't know if yeah. there's a better fairy tale. Yeah, thing so I'm not. I'm not equipped to, to give you that answer. I'm not. I'm not equipped to tell you no, that the Harry Met Sally is the best rom com. Sure. You know, I, that's a genre that you know. I honestly think Stardust would give it a, a run for its money. I'm not saying it's better. I think Stardust would give Prince of. Um, Prince of Egypt. Prince of Egypt. Princess Bride. Princess Bride. Um Oh no. You uh I said I do owe you. Okay, mm-hmm. for kicking up Raiders, but you fucked me more than you've helped me. How <laughs> <laughs> so? Okay, well, if we must bring this up now. Yeah. Um I, I don't so Princess Bride, I don't mind saying no to I know it's a huge classic, you know, like you've you've said no to some huge classics. You know, you've said no to 
uh, Apocalypse Now. I'm it's in. It's finally, in. I had to do another episode. I'm still <laughs> fighting to get fucking Psycho in that motherfucker. I, Psycho should have been there fucking two years ago, goddammit. I would vote Psycho in. I was just, he's the one that gave that a no. I gave it a yes. Did you? He, he gave it a no. Right? He shut it down. Did I say no? I don't you shut that. down Psycho. I thought you shut down Psycho. No, he shut down Psycho. Okay, well, you shut down Apocalypse Now. You shut yeah. Evil Dead 2 down. You shut down... <laughs> Evil Dead 2 is the better film. I don't give a fuck Evil what Dead, you say. Evil Dead 2 is? Evil Dead 1. You just said Evil Dead 2. Oh, did I say I? It was a... You just edit that part out. <laughs> he just when I say Evil did Dead you 2 just down Psycho I don't recall shit he did because and he was sour that night and he goes you know what I think we're wearing this better movie so fuck Psycho I'm saying no so, those so, were his exact words Kyle often embellishes I don't know if you know that no 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 no, no. but no exactly I do rem- I do recall saying that y- no I just think that you like like filleted fucking Psycho the entire night <laughs> that's why he was so like- mad <laughs> dude no but it, wait it wasn't that nice. <laughs> I'm no. not partial to Psycho. The Psycho's not in You're my top. You're not. No, it's not in my top ten movies ever made. It just right. won the categories that night. Sure. That's what it was. But since you bring up that I owe you, I'll yeah. probably end up saying no. But I'll give it a kick up. Oh, you think Raiders? Yeah. Yeah. No, I think it should. I gave Raiders a no to the kick up. We had a classic fisty Why cups are you that still night. In this group then? Uh, no I get, shit. When it went to council, no. I voted yes. So I, I look. I voted yes, but I think I think fucking Last Crusade's better. And I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I still, I'm still like, I, I'm a shit, I'm shitty about, I, this has been two years ago, I'm still shitty about that. Yeah. I'm shitty that I wasn't involved in the conversation. I'm shitty, I'm shitty that I got fucking <laughs> edged out of that fucking conversation. Hey, well you can nominate yeah, Last Crusade. Crusade. get in someday. That's you guys can nominate sure that one. So, yeah, if I would have said no today, I have no doubt in my mind that it would get... I might as well just fucking just throw it in there now, you know, and yeah. get it kicked up, because it'll be Someone in there. Will Someone will nominate it, and it'll it make it. It probably would have been my end-of-the-year movie if it didn't go up tonight. Yeah, yeah so. so... But uh, after twisting his arm for 15 <laughs> minutes during the Raiders of the Lost it was a it, it took a lot, and I gave it a yes. So, so are we, even? Glad, we, are, we are even now. We're even. Right. So <laughs> okay. Now it's back to bloodthirsty. All right, so it's, it, it's kicked up. But I will say real quick, with Princess Bride, like... You know, I do like a lot of the performances. I like Carrie Elwes. You know, I like mm-hmm. all the supporting cast. I think all of them are great. The quotes are great. But, you know, like you said, five star. For me, you know, it's like I don't – I think the score sucks. I think the score is so generic. It does nothing for me. It doesn't build on the movie. Um, I think the locations are – you know, when you look at um, fantasy movies, you know, I don't know about fairy tale, but you look at fantasy like – like fucking Conan, Lord of the Rings, you look, you know... Yeah, but it's not Lord of the Rings. No, 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 but I'm saying, like, let's pick fan- some fantasy movies, you know? Um, I, I think I think all of the locations are kind of like, I don't know. I Cliffs just, of Insanity! You see, Cliffs of... It's, it's, it's a... It's a I mean, I like the idea of Cliffs of Insanity, but, like, it just, like, looking at it, it does nothing for me. You know, it just... You can tell it's on the soundstage. I'm not against soundstage. I like soundstage. You know, it works for me sometimes. Just nothing looked appealing to me in Princess Bride. Um, I don't know. I, so I'm just not a fan. It, it doesn't all work. I don't hate Princess Bride like I do Spinal Tap. I like Princess Bride. It's okay. You hate Spinal Tap? I do not like Spinal Tap. Dude. I thought I was like clear on that one. But. <laughs> he was pretty clear on it. He has said that a lot. Yeah. Okay, so we'll, right. we'll move on. I'm not a fan of Princess Bride, but it's going to get in there at some point, so I might as well kick it up to the count. I'm not going to do that Good all man. the time. Good man. I was prepared to say no tonight mm-hmm. because you guys have said no to some big-time classics. And I was not going to feel guilty, but you bring up the Raiders of Lost Ark thing. That one's kind of important to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's my you know in my top three ever made, Raiders yeah. of Lost Ark. So 
fuck it. Right. It's up. It's going. Oh, it's getting kicked up. I said big. no to fucking Psycho because the entire first half of that fucking movie means nothing. I love. <laughs> I love the tension building to Psycho. That the the Bernard Herrmann score. Oh, it's great once you fucking get. No, I I'm remembering yeah, yeah. now why I said no. Oh man, <laughs> the opening scenes. If you want to hear about Psycho? Go back yeah, and listen to Alfred Hitchcock. Dude, the opening scenes of her stealing that money and getting in the car and escaping a fucking man's world and and creating a better life don't for herself. Don't do that. Don't mean to oh. this shit. <laughs> Everybody else is. <laughs> yeah, women. I fucking love Psycho. <laughs> so Cruise. I thought about nominating it. Psycho will get in someday too. Don't you worry. Psycho will get in. Psycho is fucking pain. I just didn't have, don't act I didn't like have that. anybody kick it up. For me, when <laughs> I did it. You still got a rear window in. All right, so it. fuck it. I didn't... Yeah. I, that's the, how, what did I say yesterday yeah. window? I don't know, because you hate the ending. Just you, like I did. Yeah, because literally you said the only thing that held it back was the last 30 seconds. Yeah. You like, last 30 it was like seconds. the most gushing review ever, and then you're like, but I don't really yeah. like the ending. Yeah, Alfred, I don't Alfred, like the ending either. Alfred Hitchcock has a problem with ending movies. Like, even Vertigo, yeah. dude. God damn. I don't like Vertigo. Yeah. I haven't watched that long time, I Okay, guys, let's wrap, uh, let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. Let's get in some just real quick announcements, guys. Um, so we have another marathon coming out there. We're going to be concentrating on some marathons and putting... Mm. We're still going to do a versus or two, uh, maybe a, a Silent Rage versus Lone Wolf McQuaid. Yeah. I want to get your guys' opinion, especially you two since you're here right now since we're doing the martial arts marathon, okay? Yeah. So um, I, I like Chuck Norris. Um, I've been wanting to put a Chuck Norris movie in. Um, I'll let you guys decide tonight if we're going to do. Um, if, if I'm going to do the verses, no matter what. But do you guys think that these two Chuck Norris movies should be in the martial arts marathon because they're not straight up martial arts like Enter the Dragon? Yeah, they're kind of like military martial <laughs> art type things, right? Well, this one it's it's diff- it's interesting because they're martial arts movies, but one's a slasher martial arts movie, mm-hmm. and the other one's a spaghetti western martial arts movie so i can't wait for that versus that versus is going to be fun you know chuck norris slasher film martial arts chuck norris's um spaghetti western but do we put that and they're two of the most famous chuck norris movies who is a big martial artist so i'm a little bit confused i just don't want to get too deep into it and you guys be like well what the fuck did we put these in here or they were good so I'm cool with either one. The verses will happen, but do you guys want to put them in the martial yeah, arts? Got what? How many movies for the, the tournament? The I don't. Oh, we only have three. We only have three more episodes. Look, I don't until see any December. reason not to fucking include yeah. it. I, I mean, I get what you're saying, but I mean, if you're not, you're not going to do a martial arts fucking tournament and not have Chuck Norris in it. Yeah, yeah you, might as well. you know, you might. As, we're already watching them all. I, I don't think it's gonna. Here's the thing. I think. I think there's so many good movies in it right now. Anything that anything that goes in has to be exceptional. It's not going to strip any strip any awards off of any of the other great shit that's already in. Yeah. It's got to be Enter the Dragon and fucking. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's got to be all these other films. And like, yeah, I don't see it like doing anything with the So you say but, put it in then? But I, put, put, I don't see a reason not to put it in. Yeah. I'm, I'm really like, curious. Might an award somewhere. You never know. So you, you want it in or? Let's do it. Okay, yeah. cool. I'm really curious to see where you're going to go with Lone Wolf McQuay because I know you're a Spaghetti Western fan like I mm. am. So will that affect you with a Chuck Norris movie? Will you love it? Will you hate it? I'm really curious to see where you go, um, especially Nathan. But so uh, but anyway, we're going to do that. And then we're doing our Friday the 13th marathon. That's going to happen I'm first. excited to get started with this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so that's going to come up real soon, guys, because I want this one to be the first, first week, maybe second week of August. Okay. And uh, so I talked to Wayne. And uh, I have an uh, interview lined up with the director of Jason Goes to Hell. Oh, cool. So we're going nice. to throw that in there, you know? And uh, so we're going to throw Jason Goes to Hell in it. I don't know if it'll take any awards, but I think, no. that, I, think it should, <laughs> I think it should be a part of the conversation. While I'm doing the interview, I really want to talk to him about he thinks uh, Jason should be a deadite. Okay. So yeah. I really yeah, want to talk to him, get his opinion on that, you know, why that. So anyway, um, we're going to put Jason 1 to um, Jason Goes to Hell. 
It's a lot of movies. movies. I think they're an hour and a half. I think they should they should pop real quick. So if you guys want to start on that marathon, that's that's watching all of them from Jason one to Jason goes down. Gotta get them all. Fuck me. Yeah. But we have, you have a whole month. Month and a half to get yeah. it. Yeah, about a month. They're like an hour and 15 minutes. Yeah, and they're pretty easy. <laughs> Fucking pizza Oh, I movies. know. I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah, so dude. pretty easy. And then with uh, the Freddy movies, um, in September, we're doing Freddy. Okay. And we're going to go all the way up to New Nightmare with, with Did Freddy. Did you go see the cast of Dream Warriors? I've seen at? them before. Oh, man. Yeah, I've seen them before. That um, been my most hyped moment. Yeah, yeah, that was at um, Days, Days of the, the Dead. Dead. Yeah, this mm-hmm. weekend. So um, that's what's going to happen. And then it's going to uh, come to a huge... Freddy versus Jason, the best Freddy movie, best Jason movie against each other. So that's going to be a lot of fun. We have that coming up. And then uh, 50-year anniversaries this year of Rosemary's Baby Mm, and of Night of the Living Dead. So we're going to put those two classics against each other. Yeah, so that's going to be fun. Do you guys, you're going to be out of town for that one, aren't you? It's going to be, that's in October. So do you guys want in on that one? Fuck yeah, Rosemary's the Night. That's going to happen um, hopefully the end of October, just depending on when we can get fucking finished with the... Freddy versus Jason. Yeah, that's there's be a lot of movies in there. A but... lot of movies. And then, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. I said, the Chuck Norris versus. So um, that's all. That's some of the episodes that are coming up that we're really working on. And then, um, actually, I'm going to throw one more out here. We were going to do an Andy Sedaris marathon. Mm-hmm. I condensed that. And we're just going to get rid of that marathon, especially we're doing a Freddy versus Jason. That's a lot of marathoning right there. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to condense that to a Deadly Prey all right, versus um, Hard Ticket to Hawaii. So I haven't figured out who's going to be a part of that episode yet, but uh, that should be a fun one. Uh, So we have that one going on. And I also wanted to uh, give some love to Cousin Wayne's nomination right now, which is Ed Wood. So don't forget to vote in the poll for Ed Wood. Um, So some great interviews, some great content on the horizon. Um, Any announcements before we close out, Kyle? Uh, no, I just I had a good time tonight. I, I love that we get these you know marathons a year. We get to sit on them for a year. Like, what the fuck do we want to do? What do we want to do? And I'm already thinking about you know what I want to do next time. And you know I don't I don't think that'll change. I I hope you know any of the movies that I have in mind don't come up you know in someone else's <laughs> nominations or something. So that way. I can keep my marathon intact. So. Oh man, I have like probably six years of Pantheon nominations mm-hmm. already. It's like goddamn, <laughs> but it's it's fun that you only get one nomination a year because yeah, it makes it, you fucking yeah. choose. You know. Um, oh yeah, I want to say one more thing. We have another yeah. marathon coming up. Our we've started a what a um, fucking Labor Day. You know, mm-hmm. a Labor oh, Day marathon. Fuck. We started that a few years ago, and yeah. it's a something. And so we're doing Billy Wilder marathon. Yeah, yeah I'm excited yeah. about that too. Yeah, that's one I wish I could. Yeah, do. next that year's Labor fun. Day marathon is um, going to be Ray Harryhausen. Mm-hmm. So really oh, attacking nice. it. Yeah, that's going to yeah, be really be cool. cool. Uh, but yeah, with the Billy Wilder marathon, I'll ask you guys again real quick since you're here. Do, you, do we throw in Sunset Boulevard? Yeah, I, I thought that was implied. I, I thought that was the whole thing. I thought so too. I just yeah, I want to see if it if it if it is the best Billy. I think that's the biggest consensus of. It was robbed of Pantheon status. And to see, yeah. it was the first and one. I think it's going to be fun oh, yeah. throwing that in there yeah. and then having well, to... Well, because it has to be like some like a hot, right? I mean, or is yeah. it... Is the that apartment, what it is? some yeah. like a yeah. hot... Yeah, there's great fucking movies. Yeah, there's some great... So we'll see. We'll see if it was yeah. robbed. Um, so... That's all the content I'm going to throw on you yeah, guys yeah, right yeah. now. That's like three months That's worth of shit. That's Plus another martial arts marathon at the end of all of the movies. Yeah, so. we have <laughs> three, two more verses for martial arts. We mm-hmm. have um, Drunken Master 1 versus Drunken Master 2. We have, um, those are two huge martial arts. I was kind of yeah. saving the best for last. Um, Drunken Master 1 versus Drunken Master 2. And then we have um, uh, fucking Donnie Yen. Um, 
Did you have Iron Monkey in there? Yeah, no, there you go. Thank you. Yeah. Iron Monkey versus the Master of the Flying Guillotine, oh, nice. which is, I think, Tarantino's one of his favorite uh, grindhouse slash martial arts yeah. movies. It's fucking hot. It's gonna get crazy, and then our huge martial arts, you know, tournament at the end. So, um, again, any guys, any comments before we close out? Huh. Nathan, Marshall? Nope. Oh, I had a good time. Like, uh, it was tough for my probably first and only marathon. <laughs> it was yeah. very challenging. Honestly, we've done these very a lot, and this one was a tough movies. one. Yeah. Like you said, it, it ran the gamut of, of genres, so it was really tough to break it down, but it was a lot of fun, and uh, yeah, had a, had a good time. Kyle, where can Video Land find you? Movie Script Life on all social medias, and you can find me, you know, when we do marathons, I post, you know, posters and try to talk about the movies beforehand so we can get them hyped up. So comment on those and and vote. Uh, Marshall on the Facebook group uh, and Focus Jones on Instagram. Uh, Nathan on hey. Facebook group. <laughs> Uh, whatever, man. You can find me on Facebook. Don't fuck with MrZero.com. <laughs> yeah, if anybody gets me a Christmas present, it's 50% cotton, 50% elastic, whatever. All right? Elastic? Don't fuck with Mr. I don't know. What? Rayon? Polyester. Ray- polyester Rayon? Rayon. I don't know. Rayon's that's that's like asbestos. That's the 80s. 50% asbestos. <laughs> Itchy as what fuck. What is that? Like, man. Radon? Radon? I don't fucking radon. know. Don't fuck with Mr. Zero. Nope. That's fucking badass. <laughs> All right, guys. You can find us on Adventures of Videoland.com. Uh, we are on Facebook, we're on Twitter, Tumblr, uh, we're all over the place, guys. Instagram, I've been trying to push Instagram a lot more mm, now. Yeah, I heard. Yeah, yeah, so we're having some fun with that. Um, you know, producing some old pictures, you know. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's always fun, looking back and seeing some crazy <laughs> shit. Like Cousin Wayne naked. Shirtless Cousin yeah, Wayne. Yeah, fucking all kinds of crazy Titties shit. Titties done broke this table. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but you can find us all over the place, but the conversation begins and ends on Facebook. You've been listening to Criticism in its finest hour. Until next time, my good people, go watch Friday Night. Have fun storming the castle. Was that four? Did I say Friday Night Four now? I think that's four. Four! 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 Four!